dominate Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Today we have a, I guess a fan requested, viewer requested, listener requested. Cult member requested. Yeah. It was a request anyway. It, yeah. it was a suggestion. A suggestion to watch this film. Um, and it's an absolutely fantastic suggestion. Yes, it was. Uh, do we have the name of the person that suggested it? Karen Sangster. Yes, she uh, she turned up on Facebook, threw this in there and uh, just let the magic happen. <laughs> It's as easy as that. If you have a suggestion for a movie, please do get in contact with us through the Facebook page. Just search Bad Movie Cult. There is a group there. Or you can uh, do the same thing through our email, badmoviecult at gmail.com. Twitter, same thing. Jump on, throw us throw us suggestions, anything. I mean, you know by now we'll watch pretty, pretty much anything. <laughs> we'll literally watch anything. <laughs> so you don't have to. Yeah, a lot of the time. Unless we recommend it like this one. Uh, this is a 1985 release. The director is Jean-Marie Pallardi. It stars Robert Ginty, who you will all remember from Madhouse with Kirstie Alley, and Warrior of the Lost World. <laughs> I remember from The Exterminator. The Exterminator, yeah. He was the exterminator himself. Which is why the tagline is, Extermination is the reward for the world's richest prize. <laughs> Which doesn't really make sense. It rolls off the tongue, doesn't yeah. it? It's not really much of a reward, is it, that? Um, <laughs> it's probably not worth it. It also stars Fred Williamson. Yes, yeah. Black exploitation actor. Um, mean Johnny Burrows, as he was in uh, one of them. He's, he's actually quite high up on the cra- uh, cast credits, but he's not in it for about 50 minutes. Yeah. Just turns up for he's the last half. You remember him from Dust Till Dawn. You may also remember him from Warrior of the Lost World. <laughs> yeah, that's cropped up. I think that's we've mentioned that more than we've mentioned the title of this film, <laughs> which we haven't mentioned at all. He's also in The Inglorious Bastards from 1974. Yes, the original, obviously, that is. Yeah. This this film is called White Fire. White Fire? White Fire. <laughs> he gets his own theme tune. And uh, what I just did there is pretty much what everybody does when somebody says White Fire. Yes. They, they just say it back to them, questioning it. I, th- I messaged Ken as I was watching this saying, how many times do they say White Fire in this goddamn film? <laughs> and I, of course, messaged back, don't you worry, I've counted it. I've got the plot written down here, Ken, because I had to find the plot because as i was watching it i, I kind of lost what the plot was at yeah yeah it, it, it's it's easy easy on distraction isn't it this film yes do you want me to shall I read it out for you Re- read it out and we'll see if it matches what happens uh jewel thieves bow and ingrid target the legendary white fire diamond white fire white fire <laughs> a priceless rock so hot it actually burns those who try to lay their hands on it mm. Pointless again, then. Yeah. Isn't it, really? well, why would that be expensive <laughs> then? They undertake an outrageous plan. Fucking got that right. Yeah, yeah, it's slightly outrageous, isn't it? Involving plastic surgery and explosives <laughs> to infiltrate the mine where the diamond awaits. Isn't it plastic explosives? They just added the word surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the plan hits an unexpected snag with the arrival of smooth talking badass Noah Barkley. 
played by Fred There's Williamson. There's Fred. There he is. And that's the plot. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you half of what goes on in this <laughs> film, does it? This, oh man, what a great recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's crack on. Let's, let's start. Seismograph readings indicate white fire. A carbon diamond of great size. White fire. White fire. The legend purports that the white fire has fatal powers. We got some competition, Sam. Some Italian woman named Sophia seems to be the leader. I want that white fire at any cost. Give me the diamonds. What do they want? They wanted to be our partner, Sam. You will want your sister alive. Okay, there were a few problems. They know the whole operation. I detest physical violence. What's one lousy life for the white fire diamond? You sure you want to go through with this? I'm doing this for you. Why? Because I love you. You take it easy. Don't worry about me. And the movie starts with some slow motion running through the woods. Yeah, with some like sort of hippie, trippy music going on in this, like some slow song yeah. whilst they're running in slow motion. It, and it's it's a family of four. Looks like a lovely day out in the in the woods. Yeah, the, the dad's got a flight jacket on. Yeah, he looked cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice later on that the son actually carries over the the look that the dad's got there, the all <laughs> white. He has got some odd looks on him, though, Robert Ginty. <laughs> He dresses very unusually. Yeah, lots of slow-mo going on. Um, the father separates, tells the mom to... Yeah, it, it turns out it's not actually a family trip. Uh, they're being chased by uh, unidentified military. Some soldiers are just chasing them. Yeah, straight from the costume shop, these boys. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not sure where, they are, where they're from. I think we're in Russia, I think. Yeah, it's just a full camo, you know, just exactly what you get hanging up in the old costume shop there. Yeah, he, he says, take the children and go. Uh, which they don't. She just then hides behind a, the nearest bush, and he can still see them. Yeah, um, he, he does the same and grabs a uh, a branch and bends yeah. it backwards. Yeah. Looks a bit like Nicolas Cage, the guy who gets hit in the face. He did I, it, yes. I wrote that down. Maybe it was him. Uncredited tree to face. Yeah, the soldier is knocked out cold from this. Yeah, he then reiterates, "Take the children and go, please. I've just told you this, and you're still here." Yeah. Yeah, go go to the beach. The American will meet you. I like how uh, he how polite he is that he makes sure everyone looks at him before he guns them down. Yeah, that happens a couple of times, doesn't it? He's like, "Hey," and they turn around so then he can shoot them. 
Yeah. Yeah, because he's got the gun off the soldier, obviously. Yeah, he likes rolling around in his uh, all white suit. Yeah, yeah, the, the soldiers are shit as well, by the way. You've got to point terrible. that out. They're, they're always as, as they are. They're just aiming wildly, shooting blind into trees and stuff, whilst he just shouts, hey, and kills them. Yeah. He tries to steal one of the jeeps, which I'm not sure why, because it's not really necessary. They're up <laughs> 10 yards away from the beach. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one thing he does. He shouts, hey, to another guy who just looks around and shoots him, um, gets in the jeep. Uh, he's about to drive off, but he I can't really start the jeep. I don't know what the problem is. Um, I will say this is what the, the first of several very dangerous looking fire stunts. Yeah, this is, yeah, I don't think this was supervised in any way. No. <laughs> the guy he shoots uh, stands up behind him, and he doesn't. I don't think he shouts "Hey!" He doesn't try to get his attention at all. But instead of just having a machine gun, he's got a flamethrower, which is weird. It's weird that he just he's got that. Set yeah. him by the jeep. So. so yeah, he just just sets fire to him <laughs> and the jeep <laughs> and the jeep sort of it like whatever's yeah, underneath it. So the, yeah, the the guy now the dad in his jacket, he's um he's now just on fire and it's a slow motion and you kind of think that it's a real cry of pain. Yeah, as he's on fire for real. Yeah, his hair's on fire. Yeah, he's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the jeep blows up. And the, whilst he's still, whilst they're both still there, <laughs> yeah, because it it must hit the, the the gas tank underneath, and that gives the extra explosion. Yeah, it's like that. Neither that of them engulfs. Yeah, it's like one of them's running off because he's actually been set on fire, and the other bloke's just stood, stood too close, and uh, yeah, so I think they both died unfortunately <laughs> during that scene. The actor who, well, the, obviously the stuntman who's the flamethrower and uh, Russian, um, he uh, in the slow mo looks genuinely fearful for the guy who's on fire yeah it's because of, he is on fire yeah. um i like how he's he's dead on the floor the dad and he comes over and just <laughs> just burns him again yeah, puts him on fire a little bit more just to make sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's the end of him he didn't last very long yeah um, and as i say you, anytime there's fire in this film not just the white fire kind but actual fire it looks like people are being actually burned alive yeah there. they've really not uh, not supervised anything on stunts <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, Mom and the kids, they're running down the beach and they've got an armed soldier uh, trailing about five feet behind them. Yeah, not sure why. Yeah, why is he... <laughs> not sure why he's just jogging behind them. He has got a gun. Yeah. He's got a machine gun, but he's just running behind them. And um, I think he just remembers last minute that, oh, yeah, I actually do have this. And uh, it's like the way they're running, it's like they're not trying to hide or anything. They're not zigzagging. They're not making it difficult at all. They're just walking straight down a massive open beach. Yeah. And um, he does eventually shout halt, uh, which they do. So he could have said that a bit earlier, to yeah. be honest. Could have saved himself a bit of time, a bit of cardio. Yeah, I mean, the kids don't halt, the mom does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, they don't understand it, the kids. Um, yeah, and um, he shoots her dead. So he shouldn't really halt it after all, should he? That <laughs> <laughs> was one of those, like, I fooled you. Yeah, she's just gunned down on the beach. And it looks like, I don't know, there's like a, a moment where the, the soldier is just staring at the kid, like a fucking Michael Jackson video. It's, it is weird, yeah, because we get the music comes on again, the slow sort of trippy ballad that we've got. The kids are upset because their mum's dead. And then the soldier is just staring at the kids, and then the kids are staring at him, and you think, go on, shoot him. Yeah. Go on, go on, shoot them. It's the eighties. You used to do that in films. Go on, shoot yeah. the kids. Instead, the Earth Song by Michael Jackson plays. <laughs> <laughs> and they just nod at each other, and uh, he adopts them, and uh, they he live ha- they live happily ever after. He falls to his knees in slow mo. <laughs> Ask for forgiveness. They forgive him. Anoint him with the waters of the sea, and uh, they go and live. 
together as a new family. Beautiful. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. No, um, a big guy turns up and just breaks the soldier's neck. Yeah, this this is uh, the American that the dad was saying that they were going to meet on the beach. And, and I was mentioning, right, they've all got guns as well, uh, these Americans. There's loads of them. There's about like 12 of them turn up. Why the hell didn't they shoot the other soldier <laughs> before he killed their mum? It's a bit harsh, isn't it? As I said, it's an open beach. They couldn't have just arrived from upwards or anything. You've just <laughs> fallen onto the beach. They've, they've been watching the whole thing. Yeah. I anyway, mean, anyway, he's dead. I mean, yeah. I don't know why he snapped his neck either. I say you could have shot him. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's called Sam, and he's here throughout the whole film. So, hello, Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unusual. We get the theme song. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's a beauty. <laughs> we, it cuts... It's Istanbul. Istanbul, spelt with an M. Yeah. We're not sure if that is how he spelt it back then, but it's, <laughs> it's incorrect. We used a lot of M's when we shouldn't have back in the 80s, if you remember. <laughs> it was peak time, wasn't it, back yeah. then? Well we, well, we cut to 20 years later. That's that's where we should be. Yeah. We're 20 years later in Istanbul. Probably 30 years later, judging by the look of our hero. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he's 30 years old. Anyway, yes, we do. We have a theme tune, and it is an absolute cracker. It's fantastic. Possibly the best theme tune since Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yes. I'm not sure if this is as catchy as that. Well, no, but, you know, it's more obvious. Yeah. it's. Uh, i got some lyrics here. we got, oh, no. That's what it <laughs> yeah, That's what I thought. <laughs> You're in the sniper's sight, and God only knows he strikes when there is no one out there to fight. Yeah. Meaningless. Give me white fire. Yeah. White fire. <laughs> Diamond dancing sad affair, such a love affair. I said white fire. White fire. Rolling like a thunderbolt, crashing through the wall. (laughs) Superb. They don't don't write them like that anymore, do they? (laughs) Absolute nonsense. (laughs) Rolling like a thunderbolt. Crashing through the wall. That's what they always do. Oh, God. That's what they always do. I'm a sniper and I shoot when there's nobody there. Yeah. That's pretty much what the first bit was. <laughs> God only knows he strikes when there's no one to fight. Oh, no. So what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of having a sniper at all if you've got no one to fight? <laughs> what a useless thing to have. Especially if he's just going to strike anyway. <laughs> You'd at least wait for an enemy. Bloody idiots. Um, we, we meet... Um... Well, it's Bo and Inger, that's who we meet, and uh, they're now professional thieves, or... <laughs> I don't really know what they are. Yeah. Yeah, in- Ingrid's working in some sort of compound uh, Ingr- that's guarded by stormtroopers yeah, I was just say, Ingrid's, Star Wars. <laughs> Ingrid's working on the Death Star. Um, <laughs> this is ridiculous. What the hell is everyone wearing in this I don't place? Know. It's, it's like, and the, it's also got the electric doors from Star Trek that take forever to open, which yeah. is pointless. The guards are dressed like Rick Moranis from Spaceballs. That's what they look like. <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. Yes, they have got large helmets. With uh, with no Napoleon Dynamite's moon boots on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
You do, well, you do get to see some guy. Some guy sets off an alarm. He sort of goes in a little shower unit, um, which I guess is a, a security thing, and uh, they, they drag him away, only to drag him back across the shot again, as though he'd gone in the wrong room. <laughs> they brought him back. Um, yeah, apparently he's been stealing diamonds. Yeah. That was, that's what sort of the compound is, you see. He's been stealing diamonds, and um, they try and get him to talk, um, but then they just electrocute him to death because he doesn't say anything, so yeah. they just kill him. <laughs> He's all well. I think it's Cheech from Cheech and Chong, isn't it, that guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ingrid watches him, watches him as well. She peeks through a little little spy hole. Yeah, that you can look at the torture if you if you want to. Yeah, she does, and she seems to enjoy it. Yeah, she's not bothered by it anyway. She just watched a man electrocuted to death. That she's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, she works at this diamond mine, um, and and Bo, I believe, has a job um, just driving around the desert in lots of denim. Yeah, in double denim, where it's nice and chilly, isn't it over there? And uh, <laughs> yeah, double denim, just sort of just turning up and stuff. I don't really know what he does. No, he's just there a lot, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, B, but Boris, you see, that's uh, that's Bo. That's yeah. that's who that is. That's why he's called Bo now. He's and uh, neither of them are in any way Russian. No, not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just so Russian, although it doesn't really, it's totally meaningless that they're yeah. Russian. Yeah. There's no connection back to that later. No. Just, yeah, there you go. Um, She rings up Bo and says, are you taking me on a, um, I'm going for a picnic or are we going for a picnic? It's her birthday. I think it's like code basically for, I have the diamonds, please bring a picnic basket. Yeah. Like Yogi Bear. <laughs> yes. This is the um these are the professional thieves we're talking about here. Yeah, we've just seen a guy get killed for stealing diamonds because he went in the shower unit. Well uh, apparently a friend the director, that's what they call him, uh, won't be able to save her. Because careful, she's the one who's gotta go through security. So clearly Bo's just sort of like picks her up afterwards after she's done all the work. Totally all the work. She steals the diamonds, she gets them back out. She works there, and he's just double denim. Double denim picnic basket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was our uh, album, wasn't it? That was it? a good album as well, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. Double denim picnic basket. Yeah, quite divisive, though, back in the time. That could be a... Uh, Some people didn't like it. Maybe that could be the hero's name for the film pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that guy that she talks to, then, is that the director in his full red outfit? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's wearing like Star Trek-style... Yeah. Stuff is that why though? I yeah, he, his, he, he is the director. Yeah, I believe his name is Yilmaz. In this, yeah, the character name. I think he's Olaf. Oh shit! Who's Yilmaz? Yeah, what? No one's called Yilmaz. That's not even a name. <laughs> Yilmaz. There's someone called Yilmaz. I thought it was him. I don't think there is. Anyway, she uh, she gets out of the place. He picks her up in a fucking... There's a jeep with an eagle <laughs> stenciled on yeah, the hood. American eagle. <laughs> And it looks like that that they've got a clean break for all of thirty seconds before the Libyans from Back to the Future turn up. <laughs> In the... Yeah, see, do you know how she gets out of the compound? Do you like that? Do you like how she does it? Well, she just walks out. Yeah, but she she goes in, into the shower unit and gets scanned, no diamonds, and yeah. then the director says, "Oh, oh yeah. here, you forgot your bag." And she comes out. She says, "Oh, oh, silly me." Yeah, and you think it's in the bag, isn't it? Yeah, but he looks in the bag as well, so I think he's he knows about all this. I don't really get what's going on in this bit. Yeah, because as she leaves, he picks her bag up and he looks in it, so he must have seen the diamonds. So I thought he was just going to kill her. 
there, yeah. there, but that would have been too soon. Well, what I my theory on that is that the diamonds are in a black bag, and if you you know it's dark inside a bag, isn't it? So oh yeah, so you couldn't see it. Yeah, all he could see was like makeup and a hairbrush and, and darkness and just simple darkness. Yeah, like in every woman's handbag. <laughs> um, so they get chased by these Libyans. Um, and it, <laughs> what I like about Bo is that he will start fighting someone, even though ridiculously unmanned. Yeah, I've got, I've got that as well. Yeah, they're all at gunpoint, and he punches three of them, <laughs> and then and then he's reminded that his sister's at gunpoint, and he's like, okay, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. He does it again later as well. Yeah. He just starts fighting. It's like you're already yeah. surrounded. I forgot that you would probably kill us in this blink of an eye. Yeah, um, basically they're taken to a boat. Um. Where they meet a woman with a very questionable Italian accent. I liked her, Sophia. Sophia. Yeah, I like Sophia. Yeah, she she says some funny things because of her accent. Welcome, Signor Donnelly, and now we discuss business. And basically, I don't know how they found out about these this diamond um, thing scheme they've got going on, but they want in. They want half for no input whatsoever. They just yeah, want they, half. they just want half the diamonds. That's yeah. it. You know, we are now your clients. Yeah. And uh, they agree. Bo says, partner, <laughs> holds his hand out it's to... It's Barbarossa. Barbarossa. Yeah, holds his hand. He's the sort of second in command to... To Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. He says, partner to him, holds his hand out, and then again decides to start a fight. He just punches Barbarossa. And then he says, uh, he, he basically pulls out a diamond and says that he was stealing. So Barbarossa was also stealing from the stolen diamonds that they stole. Bar, 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 Barbarossa. <laughs> That's not a theme tune they used for this. Um, yes, and <laughs> she yep. just walks out like yeah, see you later. He's like, bye. Yeah, so he he, uh, he says, uh, look after my sister for me to the because the, they're holding her hostage basically until they can get the. I can't even remember what the hell they say. The just whole, just give us some more diamonds uh, and we'll keep your sister to make sure you do. Yeah, um, but which, she's the one that. Which even them. though she's the only one that works there, and she is the <laughs> yeah. Should have kept him hostage. Yeah, and um, but he agrees to it, and um, as he walks out, this is what I thought, I thought: What's he doing now? But it's actually an escape mission. But we don't know this at the time, so it <laughs> looks like he's just attacking random guards on the boat. He's done the classic. Okay, then bye. <laughs> but he doesn't go, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. It, it's a bluff because he says it too loudly and too like, happily. Yeah, yeah. So he just punches somebody else. Dances out of. <laughs> The bridge. <laughs> just punches somebody else and just throws them into the water, yeah. which I think kills them instantly. I, th- I believe so, yeah. Because <laughs> you don't hear from him. He doesn't shout, yeah. hey, look out, he's still here or anything like that. He's just dead. He's learned nothing from his father. <laughs> um, yeah, by the time he's done that, she's already been taken down into a different room and tied up, the, uh, the yeah, sister. Yeah, so he's left just to like sort of hug, hug the wall. And uh, just look in every window he sees. Better watch out for thunderbolts. <laughs> yeah, they'll come wall. straight through it. She's starting to get sort of um, groped a little bit by her captain. Barbarossa. Yeah, so she ends up just headbutting him to the ground. Yeah, she says, can I have a cigarette? And instead he undoes her buttons on her top. Which I don't know if he misheard her or whether yeah. it's like a translation thing. I think so. I think he is Turkish, so. Oh, well. What called Barbarossa? Ba 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 barossa. That's what he says as he's undoing the uh, buttons. <laughs> I like how soon as she headbutts him, Bo's like in the room already. Yeah, well, it's because he's looking through the window. He's found them instantly. Looking through the window, his sister get groped by Barbarossa, and um, 
yeah, suddenly just instantly in the boat and found them in the room from the location of being outside. Yeah, because... Uh, the blueprints or something. As you said, there's there's no door outside that he can just simply walk through. No, no, he just appears. They have a little joke, you yeah. know, about him taking too long and all that. And uh, Yes, yeah, it's, it's very nice of him to not it's want a, it's to... A, he's a solid headbutt, actually, yeah. but knock, knocks Barbarossa sparked out. Yeah, it is nice of him to say, I didn't want to interrupt you, because she was in the middle of getting raped, so yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I, th- I, thought, I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, more on that later from Bo. Yes. (laughs) More besides. I didn't want to interrupt you. Well, untie me, okay? Where's her Italian girlfriend? She said something about the radio room. She got the diamonds with her? Yeah, she's got them. Let's go pay her a visit, huh? Don't you want to say goodbye? Bye. Yeah, Um, we, we cut to the radio room. Uh, where where we get, a, we get a, a double a double KO on this one, which is just by sort of like karate chop. Yeah, look. both of them land a karate chop to two people that we've never seen before and we don't see again. Yeah, I think one of them's a woman, isn't it? Isn't it the Italian? Oh, uh, Sophia. Yeah, Sophia. Oh, yes. Sorry, it is. Yes. Yeah. They got up there very quickly. I mean, there was a one guard on this whole boat. Yeah, he just threw off yeah, the bridge, and he's just he's gone. He's dead. <laughs> he's allergic to water. Yeah, and it's actually off screen where the Italian woman lands. So Bo goes down to pick the the uh, diamonds up, and and the sister says, "You could have tried her pockets first. And he said, "Wouldn't have been much fun, or wouldn't have been as much fun." Where the hell was he checking? Oh, I'd have checked everywhere. <laughs> he obviously did that. The pockets would be the last place. <laughs> I like how they escape the boat and. There's people around just working as normal as we get gunfire. Yeah, I, I've deaths. noticed there's, there's an awful lot of background, just people watching what's happening as though they were just told, look, there's going to be a film, don't interrupt, but you can watch. Yeah. <laughs> so they've all gone, yeah, okay, that sounds like good fun. Yeah, and others are just working still on forklifts and. Yeah. Oh, quite right. There's work to be done. It's the busy docks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so they just they run away. Let's go. Uh, I think it's one of the things they say, which uh, the other one probably hadn't thought of that. They were yeah. just going to stand still for a bit. <laughs> like the mom. Yeah, <laughs> halt. Okay. <laughs> What's yeah, the you, worst that could happen? <laughs> you got people with wooden staffs, chains. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just, it's just uh, as, as a crate. as a crate that gets dropped almost like just to kill them. It's just going to crush them with a crate. We're not sure who's operating that no. crane or anything. Uh, probably the bad guy from Double Impact. Oh, yes. <laughs> still there, still learning his trade. Back, back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah was, you know, he had to come up somewhere, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, and uh, we end up with uh, Bo killing a few people with a chainsaw. Yeah, it escalates quite quickly, doesn't it? This? There's a guy from out of nowhere who's literally sort of like just hidden behind a, a box, just runs out with a big stick and just decides he's going to fight them. Um, then you get... Uh, you get some nunchucks. Uh, they're just fighting with some nunchucks. Uh, she she beats her assailant and then just runs past Bo fighting about eight people. She just runs away past all that. <laughs> She's not, not going to help him. No. Um, it's, uh, I don't know why none of them have got a gun. No. It seems weird, doesn't it? Because they all have guns on the boat. I don't know whether you just not allowed them when you're off, yeah. off deck yeah. <laughs> to hand them in. International waters, they can't get done for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Uh, there's some uh, knife. There's a knife. There's a he throws the knife. Suddenly, there's a guy with a chainsaw who's not even supposed to be in the film. I don't think he just was there. He just puts it down and yeah, runs he off. just puts it down and leaves. <laughs> so he, he's not even a bad guy. No. He's just using a chainsaw, and uh, yeah, he puts it down. Bo picks it up, 
Uh, starts waving it about the place. Some boat hooks are coming at him and some something on a chain. I didn't really know what that was. Just oh. sort of swinging it on a chain. It was so, a, a sink plug. Yeah, it was something. It was a very unusual thing, <laughs> but uh, it didn't work anyway. So we, we get... Um, we get a knee, you get chainsaw to the knee. Yeah. Which uh, is a bit weird, quite quite graphic. Mm. And then to the stomach, obviously. You always get one across the stomach. Yeah. Doesn't stop people fighting, though, the chainsaw. Yeah, I like how the sister um, takes a leaf out of Anchorman, the Anchorman t- playbook, <laughs> oh, and, yeah, yeah. and stabs a man in the heart with a trident. Yeah, she just finds a huge speared trident and just throws it straight through the back of a man. <laughs> I like the way that they not seem to be worried he's got a chainsaw, and they still think, "Well, we'll probably be able to beat him with this hook." <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I've got a bit of rope here. Yeah, I, I fancy I, my chances. I've got a bath plug. <laughs> they aren't like attacking with. Yeah, I, none of them seem to be like, "Oh shit, he's got a chainsaw." They just think, "Well, we'll still overpower him." Yeah, and they just run at him and get like sawn up. I also like how they they pay some guy to give them a lift on his speedboat. Why is his speedboat? tied up at the docks yeah, yeah. there's loads of workers <laughs> with all the cargo ships <laughs> yeah and his wife's there topless yeah tits <laughs> yeah he's, he's got very little shorts on the man hasn't yeah. he yeah and uh, she's got even less on yeah they're at the docks and she's sunbathing with her tits out at the docks yeah <laughs> they, they say hello yeah. they, do, they do say hello and uh, then they very very slowly escape yeah just for a speedboat it's not got a lot of speed to it and uh, you know He's got to be careful, I suppose. He's the smallest ship in the yard, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, and off they go. Yep, this is when we see Sam again, the American from before. I think, think actually, we've already already had the theme again, haven't we? Yeah. We get the theme again. As soon as she uses that trident, (laughs) we get the theme. White fire. White fire. Yeah, which is nice. It's always nice to hear it. Yeah. Anyway, yes, yes. Then then it's back back to Sam. Yeah, fills Sam in on the details of Sophia, the deal, bar, 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 Barbarossa. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I like how Sam said, they're joking around and then Sam just stops and says, you know, this is no laughing matter. And he just says, you're right. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Sam's, Sam's the uh, the anchor to all of this, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's the uh, emotional like centerpiece. Yeah. Literally the anchor. They throw him overboard <laughs> to stop the boat. More on that later. <laughs> uh, they, they uh, Bo reckons that they must have someone on the inside. They need to find out who it is and fast. Yeah, this is, this is after Sam's met with a guy who's buying the diamonds off him, isn't he? Yeah. So Sam's in on it as well. Sam, Sam's also part of this uh, this theft ring. I'm not sure who's who's the good guy in this because they're all just thieves, aren't they? They're just like robbing stuff off each other. Yeah. Anyway, this guy's very Quentin not, Tarantino, isn't well, it? Well, th- this guy's certainly not a good guy because Bo um, doesn't trust him, and he doesn't trust him so much. We get a really, really close up of Bo looking at him. Yeah, giving him the stink eye. Yeah, which is it's too close. Yeah, it's it's closer than we needed to ever get. This guy's called Mister Apidin. That's his name. Is <laughs> it? Guy. Yeah. Yeah, and does uh, Mister Apidin seems very, very. Um, you know, receptive yeah, to the he's, idea. Yeah, he's fine with the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. He says, yeah, they're moving in on our territory. And he says, oh, that'll be okay, though. Yeah, they want half for yeah. doing nothing. But yeah, that seems fine. He says, oh, We're already okay. in It's lot. okay. We'll still have enough. <laughs> we'll just lose 50% of it, though. 
Yeah. Imagine that on Dragon's Den. It'd be <laughs> shit. Yeah. I think we get about three crash zooms of Bo's eyes. That's that what guy. I mean, yeah. yeah. He just doesn't trust him so much. The, the zooming in on his face with distrust all over it. Yeah. And then uh, we cut to Aladdin's cave. Um, there's some fuck with a pickaxe. Stumbles <laughs> across white fire. Yeah. Yeah, there's like huge JCB diggers and everything. He's just stood at the bottom of the hill. And you think... That's where all that dirt's going. You'll be crushed to death, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, but I, sadly that wasn't what was going to happen. It was uh, much worse. Yeah. He sees white fire and um, he seems to know already what it is. I think, I think he is. says it. Yeah. He says it, in fact. So he's familiar with it. Yeah, and he, still... he's, he says it twice to himself. He's on his own and he says it twice to himself. The yeah. words white fire. Uh, and tries to pick it up and burns his hands to pieces. Yeah. And off he goes to tell the director, director Olaf. Yeah. And then they, they say it again, to, twice. He, he tells him he's found white fire. Olaf says, white fire? And it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they tell Ingrid about white fire. And she says, white fire? And he's like, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what it is about this. It's like They seem to all know what it is, but <laughs> they just can't believe they're hearing it. <laughs> It's incredible. Yeah. It's just like the immediate reaction is just to repeat it as a question. Yeah, it's probably because they think it sounds like some sort of men's aftershave. <laughs> and I think, I think to be honest, when she questions it, he reiterates and says it again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he says it a third time, yeah. just to make sure she definitely knows that is what he said. Uh, he does. He ends up taking um, Olaf and Ingrid to see them, see it in the mine, and. Uh, just the very sight of it is enough for, for Olaf to kill this man. <laughs> yeah, but little do they know they're being followed by a very obvious eavesdropper. Yes. Who, uh, who looks a bit like Mario. He does. Yeah, without his hat. I think this guy turns up quite often in this Yeah, I, I think he's he's there again later on, but I'm, I think we've already seen him on the ship or something, uh, I think. Yeah, apparently. I think he probably cropped up way more than when I've known, because everyone yeah. in this film looks like this man. Yeah, yeah. It is Turkey. It's a yeah. popular look in Turkey, isn't it? The uh, the swarthy, mustachioed man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there you go. This is this is pretty much what this guy looks like. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think maybe he was like many many parts. Yes. <laughs> Got paid a fortune. <laughs> Made the most out of everyone in this film. Just added a hat and an eye patch. <laughs> um, yeah. Kills him with a pickaxe to the back. Ingrid says why, and uh, Olaf says, "You want him around, telling everyone about this." What's one lousy life for the White Fire Diamond? <laughs> yes. It's ours. It's been there for a million years. <laughs> like, what? A million years it's been there. Yeah, I like the really quick cut now of him just clumsily carrying the body out of the yeah, mine. Yeah, he's rubbish. Like, there's no reason to show us that. <laughs> you yeah. really need him to be out the mine. No. Because yeah, no one else knew it was there. This, this is like a little crevice that they've got into. <laughs> yes, that's right. You heard me. Yeah. Yeah. They've found. So nobody else even knows about it. So he's not going to get discovered, is he? Unless they take more people to it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, beside the point. Because we ain't got time to worry about that because now we've got some heavily oiled up men. I've put cut to stroking some, each other. <laughs> cut to some oil. Uh, cut to some men oiled up and slapping each other's asses. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what now, the hell's going on there? You know, stranger to me and my uh, my appreciation of a fantastic oiled up female character. Mm. I found that on this occasion, it's not the same. Not no. the same when it's all men. No, <laughs> especially when they're just sort of grappling and just 
not doing anything. Yeah. And it's very popular in the town, however, yeah. because everyone's sat watching and a lovely bit of music playing in the background. Authentic local music. Yeah. Turns out this is this is Ingrid's favourite spot to use the telephone. <laughs> yeah. And she parks right outside this and then just runs over the road a bit further and you think, why don't you just park outside where the phone is? Yeah. Why have you parked there? Try next to the sweaty grapplers. No, I can tell you why. It's in case she's followed. By swarthy Mario number three. Yeah, by Luigi. <laughs> Um, she, she rings him. She rings Bo on his boat just to tell him that she can't talk right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, he tells her that he's on the boat. We already know it, but obviously she doesn't, so he does tell her. Yeah, I mean, I, she's I'm ringing on, the boat. I'm, I'm on the boat. <laughs> yeah, so well, thank God because I've rang the boat. <laughs> that explains how you've answered it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, they're meeting in the usual place, uh, much to his annoyance. It's anno- it is annoying, isn't it, to be phoned? You know. Yeah. When you're on the boat. Yeah. And they know you're on the boat already. But you'd tell them, yeah. just so they'll go, Ashley, it doesn't matter then, you carry on on the boat. Yeah. No. Doesn't happen, though. you got to leave the boat. Sometimes you have to. Well, Bo's not happy. I'm not happy. Yeah. Ingrid, she wants to steal the white fire so that they can all go home. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Bo says it would take an army just to get into that mine. It's just too dangerous. I also noticed that when she drives back off to meet him in the usual place, which is just like in the desert somewhere, uh, she uses the indicator to turn. She's <laughs> just on a dirt track on a desert, but she's uh, she's very conscientious of letting people know where exactly she's going. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's not all bad then. Yeah, which, you know, it's, people should do that more here. Yeah. You know, on the real roads. Yeah, social commentary. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he says, uh, no, it's going to be too difficult a job, so they don't do it, and the film ends. Hang on, let's talk to Sam, see what he thinks. White fire! <laughs> yeah, let's go and steal it. No. Okay. White fire! <laughs> she says, are you frightened? And he... <laughs> he gives her a look only Rick Douglas could give. <laughs> and he says, you know, 20 years ago... This world became a very big and lonely place for you and me. All we got is each other. I mean, and Sam, but whatever. I just don't feel right about it. It it just feels wrong. Feels wrong. I'll know what to do. Yeah, they say, let's go talk to Sam, see what he thinks. So he immediately says no and then says, well, maybe. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> that set us on our path. Uh, the Italian woman, she's Sophia. Back. She's talking to the manager of the mine. Is it Olaf? Yes, the the director. I, I didn't even know it was Olaf. Olaf gets mentioned later on, and I never knew it was the same no. guy. That's why I thought his name was Yilmaz. Why wouldn't he make that up? Because Yilmaz is never mentioned in the film. He looks more like an Olaf than a Yilmaz, to be honest. <laughs> Yilmaz isn't even a name. I'm, I'm, someone <laughs> says Yilmaz. Yeah, he tells, it's not like uh, Nilbog, is it? Where it's just you turn Jesus it around Christ. and it's white fire. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her about white fire, and there is another person who knows about it. Yeah, it seems a bit pointless in mentioning it. Yeah, only two of us know where it is, and we're like, okay, who, I'm one of them. Who's the other one? Yeah, it Ingrid. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah, actually, it's Ingrid though. Yeah, and uh, and Mario. Um, Ingrid's swimming now. Yes, um, it, it's it's a little, this is a, a bit weird. I'll just say that that's just a little bit of an understatement as well. Um, Bo, Bo's in the kitchen with Sam and uh, Sam's wife, 
uh, he's kind of just molesting her. Yes, twice. Yeah, he, 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 he molests her a couple of times. Sam's oblivious to it because he's leaning over a very small stove. His wife is called Josepha. Yeah, yes. Yeah, from the Lion King. Yes. That's the end credits song, of course. Yeah, this is this is where the film gets really weird now. I mean <laughs> this up, is this is the till, bit, is it? Up till now it's been relatively diamond smuggling eighties shit. Yeah, just been rubbish. But this is where it really does take a turn. Yeah. Not just for molesting his wife. That's the Twice. least. That's the least of his crimes. Walks in and does it. T- tries Sam's. He's been two and a half hours. He spent on this. Tries <laughs> I don't it. Know what the fuck it is? He's making. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two and a half hours boiling some spaghetti. Yeah. Tries it. Says it needs more salt, and then molests the wife on the way out. Yeah. After it. Sam says, "No, it doesn't. Get out of here." Yeah. Tries it and says, "You know, it really does need some salt," and they all laugh. And then they are the, both of them laugh because obviously they've gone, haven't they? Yeah. Anyway, yes, back back to uh, Ingrid swimming fully naked, um, which is fine. I'm not got a problem with any of this nudity. This is actually spot on. We should see more of it. My my note here is Bo and Ingrid have an interesting relationship. Mm. She mm. gets she gets out of the the pool just to I don't know stand under some leaves. Yeah, Bo, Bo's gone to get her because dinner's nearly ready after two and a half hours of preparation from Sam. Um, so he, he's on his way down. She's still swimming, buttocks glistening in the moonlight. This <laughs> <laughs> is one of my poems. I remember it well. <laughs> Kenby Wilde's glistening buttocks. <laughs> that was the name of the uh, the open mic thing I did. <laughs> Could have done without it yeah. and the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Open mic, open buttocks. Just <laughs> <laughs> the tagline. Great days. <laughs> I was never invited back. Should get that on a t-shirt for you. <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> Used to sell them five pound outside. Oh, yeah, hawking them for for cheap. She, she goes there uh, to to go into the, like the shower next to the the pool, and he starts rustling the leaves over her head, and she looks up and like, "Oh, Bo, you mental bastard, you freak!" And um, he comes down and and just grabs the towel that she's got round her and just rips it off and says, mm. "Goodness, you certainly don't look like anybody's kid's sister anymore, do you?" Yeah, and what she does, um, which bit does she protect? Which bit do you think she'd try and cover up? She's got two hands, but she only uses them for one cover. Yeah, I can answer that. Go for it. The anus. <laughs> it's automatic. <laughs> automatic anus. It is with Sam with a bow around. Not Sam. <laughs> He's upstairs counselling his wife about the molestation she's just undergone. Yeah. No, he's straight down to molest his own sister. Um, no, no, she she covers up her breasts, of course, leaving her um, pubic region perfectly on view. And uh, mind you, that's it should be warm enough down there. <laughs> she got, got her thermals on. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, um, they don't they don't seem. To it have... was the eighties, though, wasn't it? They all had that. I was asked if uh, do you think that was a Merkin. By who? By Karen, who suggested the film. By Karen? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Karen. I know. I only just met Karen. She's talking about a woman's vagina to me. Yeah. I said, no. I zoomed in and it was all above board. (laughs) (laughs) So to speak. 
Uh, they don't seem to have any friends, these two, other than each other, and they spend all of their time together. Mm, it... And Bo sort of stares at her lovingly as she turns, and, and he says to her, mm. you know, it's a pity you're my sister. Yeah, it does, yeah. Which sounds a lot harsher when I when it's just said like that, but he means it in the... It, it says, it's worse when he says it. Yeah. Yeah, because you can see his face as well. Yeah. It's horrible. And he throws the towel back to her, and then she just carries on swimming. Yeah, she goes, well, anyway, I'm going for a swim. He's yeah. like, what? Why, why does he get out of the pool then? You've... <laughs> Jesus. He goes back up, says dinner's ready in ten minutes. Even though he's been told to go and get her because it's ready now. Yeah. Yeah, go get her and try not to molest her. She is your sister. Well, that's, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well have said. Yeah, well, it's too late for that because he already has. And uh, we get a creepy peeper now. She's already had to deal with her brother. Um, yeah, and there's a sneaky boat has been uh, a bit approaching whilst we've been, not in the pool, obviously. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a very sneaky boat. <laughs> With, uh, on the shore. Uh, the dog, nice dog, called Dusty. Yeah. Uh, the dog growls. Uh, that's fine, though, because I don't care about that. He's just like, Dusty, let him out. In- Ingrid asks who's there, and I've got three suspects. <laughs> Bo. All of them are Bo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I've also got, maybe it's can be wild. Well, you know, I, I did enjoy the scene. And if it was you, all you'd hear is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which she didn't hear. So it wouldn't have been me. No. Um, it's Sophia's henchman. Yeah, and she, she gets snatched whilst uh, we, we cut back up top. And uh, they are eating. They started without her. Uh, it's probably a good job because there's no way she would have also fitted on that table. It's one of the yeah. smallest tables <laughs> I've ever seen. Three people sitting around. Yeah, they're arguing about ketchup. Just yeah. don't use ketchup on this. Yeah, you fucking mentalist. Yeah. You've already gone on about the salt, which I will admit you were right. Yeah. Yeah, but not ketchup as well. Yeah, she's being kidnapped as this is all happening. Yeah, as a fight. Um, I gotta say, luckily these people just can't fucking fight to save their lives, these four. There's about four or five uh, sort of carrying her away, and she just dispatches all of them. Yeah. And she's still naked, of course. She's still totally naked. She slashes one of their necks yeah. as well. It's like, <laughs> just, incredible. Just in a towel, manages to kill a man. Um, I mean, she could probably escape, but she's actually surprised by Sophia herself turning up in some sunglasses at night. <laughs> yeah, well, she's evil. That's what happens. Mm. I've seen a film at the Yakuza films as well, where somebody says, we're sat on a bench at night wearing sunglasses. Of course we're Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Yeah, fair play. Is that the prerequisite to be evil? Wear sunglasses? Yeah, at night. Stevie, or inside. Stevie Wonder must be a right bastard then. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, yeah, Ingrid, she, she goes to run at her with a knife, Sophia, but lightning quick reflexes from Mario. Yeah, uh, th- this actually is him again, yeah. by the way. This is not just a bloke who looks like him. Shoots a dart out of a little blowpipe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the e- easiest way to get, get somebody, isn't it? <laughs> Never mind a pistol with a silencer on it. <laughs> You're not carrying a dart and a blowpipe. Yeah. What kind of assassin are you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hits her right in the forehead and actually fucking kills her. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was just one of those knocked, knocked her out. But Sophia turns around and says, you idiot, I didn't want her dead, and slaps him. And it's only that slap that somebody inside says, what was that? It does sound like a gunshot, the slap. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the reverberation of that slap could be heard miles away. Yeah, what was that? I like how uh, when she's dead on the floor, all the the bad guys are just looking looking at her. And Thinking, there's... is that a Merkin? <laughs> <laughs> is that Angela Merkin? And um, 
<laughs> she. <laughs> uh, there's like another version of the theme song that plays now. Yeah, a slower yeah. version. Yeah, it's a slow one. It's like Team America when it's all gone wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam's wife, Josefa. Uh, <laughs> That's not what you said earlier, was it? Josefa. <laughs> goes uh, goes outside thinking she heard the dog making noise. Um, she ends up finding Dusty. Mm. Uh, he's dead, just dead at the foot of the stairs. Yeah. And when then we cut back to um, the two guys, Sam and uh, Bo, and this this is a staple for um, like meaningless dialogue. When he just starts talking about when he used to be a high school footballer, Sam. And it was just like, yeah, it's probably before your time, but do you remember? And he says, yes. And it was like, well, it's not before his time. He does remember him. That's a ridiculous opening. And then he starts talking <laughs> sheer nonsense until Josefa finds Dusty all slashed up. So she, at this point, she does scream. Yes. And um, she's stabbed as well. Yeah, Barbarossa, I believe. Stabbed to death. Yeah, yeah, they run out at lightning speed. As soon as they hear that screen, they're pretty much already on their way out of the door. <laughs> and this and this happens again later on. I don't know if you notice this, but Bo practically throws Sam off the stairs and says, <laughs> you go and look over there. Yeah. <laughs> he almost just chucks him onto the ground. Yeah. We should point out, Sam's got to be late 60s. Yeah, yeah. well, he has to be, because it was, what was it, 20 years later? Yeah. Then he was already like a full-grown, enormous bloke. Yeah. So, yeah, he's literally just thro- nearly thrown him to <laughs> his death. He just throws there. him over the stairway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look over there. Yeah. Yeah. Josefa. Obviously, he, f- he finds Josefa. That's why he has to look over there. Yeah. So Bo can find Ingrid. He, he takes it hard, Sam. Um, not as hard as Bo takes finding Ingrid. You hear a scream, and uh, he's cradling Ingrid as a, yeah. a love song plays. Yeah, they get, they get a slow song, and then a freeze frame. Of his face, <laughs> and then we get the opening scene again of them running. What a fun memory they must have had yeah. running from soldiers before their parents were killed. Yeah, I like the freeze frame of his face, <laughs> just them as children running. And I'm surprised they didn't also have the slow motion of the towel whipping off bit as well. Just the, the happy memories in, in my mind, we did. <laughs> Distraught. He's absolutely crushed that Ingrid is killed um, and takes to just looking sad, looking out to sea. And throwing some stones in. Yes. It's a classic uh, grief reaction. Yes, as he's wearing a pink scarf. Yeah, it was Ingrid's. Oh, was it? It was Ingrid's scarf. It's a little like Rambo. You know, like a Rambo. Where, yeah. Where it t- takes that strip of material and changes his headband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, This it's, that, that was hers. 
Jesus Christ. Well, at least he picked something. <laughs> <laughs> could have been work. Could have been wearing her pants. Yeah, or that towel. Yeah. <laughs> just wears that. Just, just on his head. <laughs> just wrap round him. Wears nothing else. Just the towel. <laughs> Imagine if the rest of the film was him just walking around in that towel. Yeah. Jesus. That would have been fun, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, and Sam does it as well, just as a way of camaraderie for Josefa. He dresses up as her. Sam Sam lets Bo molest him as a tribute to his wife. <laughs> I, yeah, Sam actually turns up um, whilst he's throwing stones in the sea and being sad um, to give him a fantastic pep talk, um, which starts with... You know, if you've seen as many killings as I have, <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> how, how many killings has Sam seen? <laughs> what's he what, What's he on about? I don't know. I really like that line. I just yeah. thought, again, it was like Dark Place. <laughs> but, yeah, if you'd seen as many killings as I have. It's like, what's going on in Sam's life? I mean, yeah. That should have been like a spin-off where we get to see what's, what Sam used to do. Yeah. Like a serious assassin, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Bo gives him short shrift. Cause... Yeah, he doesn't like that. Yeah, he's just like, oh, shut up. Don't give me these life goes on spiel. Yeah, he f- seems to f- totally forget Sam's also lost someone. Probably someone, you know, he's been married to for forever. Um, yeah, but, you know, Bo was married to Ingrid in his mind. That's true. From day one. He can't even bear to hear Sam say her name without grabbing grabbing up on him. Yeah, and he's out of there. Yeah. He's gone. Bo's just at least not having it. Sam's just left on his... I don't know how he's got there, but he's left there. Yeah. Uh, so Bo goes to the bar to drown his sorrows. And yeah. he's, he's joined by a woman. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but the, the pianist, the guy playing the piano in the bar, is playing the same song that we've just heard over on the soundtrack <laughs> whilst he's upset, whilst he's all sad. He probably requested yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> play, play this one. It just sings the whole thing to him. And he's like, yeah, okay, I think I'll play that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same song, the same sad song that uh, Ingrid died to. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's some bloke on the piano doing it for us. <laughs> this is a nice touch. I really like that bit. It just made me laugh, that. Yeah, the, the woman looks exactly like his sister. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't seem to notice. No. I mean, it's the first thing I noticed. I was just like, what the fuck's going on now? Yeah, I thought she was alive <laughs> again. Or like, it was, it's like John it was Gielgud in Arthur, just, <laughs> just kind of following around all the fucking time. <laughs> Some sort of, uh, yeah, Scrooged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She says to him, I'd like to take you back to my place. And uh, he yeah, says... Bo Beau, Beau must be irresistible to the ladies. Well, Even his own sister. Yeah, he looks like a really cheap porn star, doesn't he? Yeah. With that moustache. Yeah. And the outfits he chooses are just ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, she says, I'd like to take you back to my place. And he says, I'd like you to leave me alone. Yeah, classic. (laughs) Playing hard to get. Then he says, I'm sorry. And she says, it's okay. Have you eaten? (laughs) (laughs) He's down in whiskey like a trooper. He doesn't need food. That is his food. Yeah. We then uh, see Turkish Burt Reynolds... um, (laughs) We actually we also get a real close up of the barman for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. sort of standing there yeah. from from the neck up, yeah. just from the neck up, just like hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Bert Reynolds comes yeah, sloping into over, the scene. Overcomes it, Alberto. <laughs> yeah, stumbling over, starts like putting his hands through her hair, and uh, Bose says, but, uh, "Yeah, it looks like you've got an admirer." He's like, well, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's unwanted. I don't know if you've noticed. If you've <laughs> ever been an admirer? Yeah, well, he has, obviously. Yeah. 
Uh, only only to his uh, his actual family though. <laughs> Uh, he tells him to to leave her alone, and he sort of because he's hammered, he just sort of stumbles and looks at him, and that's enough for Bo, and he just attacks him. He just punches him out as well. Uh, this actually really made me laugh. Yeah, because this starts a full on fucking. It's bar like a, brawl. it's like some sort of saloon in the Wild West, isn't it? <laughs> yes. He, he the uh, Bert Reynolds. He gets punched, and as he falls backwards, he knocks this woman <laughs> over <laughs> who's just sat having a drink. <laughs> And it really made me laugh because I thought, is he supposed to do that? Because <laughs> she actually looks like that hurts as well. And then everyone just piles in an enormous fight. Everyone just gets involved. It's brilliant. Yeah. People, tables being flipped over, people leaping onto each other, launching themselves across tables. I'm surprised there's not someone who's been who gets put on the bar and gets dragged across it like in the old saloon. Well, there is a stool across the oh. back, isn't there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> On the bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's like uh, bottles being broken and stuff. And it's just really, really funny. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, this woman's called Olga. Yeah, she, she hits uh, she hits Burt Reynolds across the back with the stool. <laughs> yes. Because uh, he's got the bottle at bow. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, Bo <laughs> gets a double chop to the neck. Yeah. And he, he's a knocked out. Yeah. It's a knockout blow. Yeah, and... Uh, Luckily, his last breaths before passing out, he manages to write his full address down. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought he was back at her place because he wakes up and he's just like, she's there. And I thought that's where they'd gone. I thought she'd taken him to her place. But <laughs> meaning, like, I don't know why she- they didn't. No. It's not, it's not like, you know, but still, no. Yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how she got, a, got him out of the bar. No, he's, he's unconscious. The other guy had a bottle. He's clearly, you know. Kill him. A violent man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but they're back at Sam's place again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she says, what are you staring at? <laughs> to Sam, <laughs> who's just staring intently at her. And he says, no, I'm sorry. And she says, you're still doing it. And he says, no, I'm sorry. He just says it again. <laughs> but he is still staring at her, yeah. He is still he, he, sorry. He is, he is still sorry about it. Um, but no, there was the word no. I don't know why he's saying that because he is. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you staring at? No. <laughs> Makes sense, Sam. This is because Sam's come up with a, an idea. <laughs> an immediate plan. Yeah. And th- this will be surely the most foolproof plan anyone's ever heard. This is the worst plan I have ever <laughs> fucking heard. Is and that we've what you've watched. written? Yeah. All oh, right. Well, may- maybe it won't be the most foolproof after all. Maybe I was wrong to think that. This is the worst plan I've ever heard, and I, this is coming from a guy who's watched the fucking Miami Connection, <laughs> he's watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii with the fucking Blade Frisbee and arriving at a a, a bad guy's um, compound in a fucking hand glider. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than that. Yeah, this is this is quite convoluted, isn't it, really? Yeah. You, you would think this is like, actually, that's too much effort. Why should we do that? Yeah. That's all that somebody needed to say. This That's is a, a stupid idea, Sam. This is a worse plan than Jim writing to the Pentagon <laughs> to get news on his Hello, dad. Have you heard about my dad yet? Yeah. <laughs> Signed Jim. Yeah. <laughs> this is worse than plugging loads of hair dryers into the wall to kill a kill a snowman. I don't know. That worked. <laughs> Briefly, I guess. Jesus Christ. Basically, what the plan is. Yeah, go on. The idea is Olga should take Ingrid's place 
And he's confident on this based off the very brief period of time since he met her mm-hmm. that she can pull this off. Why in the hell do they even need someone to take Ingrid's place? No, not entirely sure. No, because Ingrid's Ingrid did know where the diamond was. Yeah. But just by taking her place wouldn't mean that you would also have that knowledge. Yeah. That's not how that works. Ingrid Pretending to be Ingrid doesn't mean you also have all of her knowledge and thoughts. Yeah. Or her skill set. She this woman can't speak Russian, she can't fight whilst naked in a towel. Well, we don't know yet. In fairness, we've only just met her. And she is called Olga. Yeah. Which is a weird name to have, isn't it, in Istanbul? Yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> you know, which would suggest maybe she could speak Russian. It's just a massive coincidence if she could. Sam, but then again, to be honest, they never speak Russian, so yeah, nobody cares anyway. Yeah, Sam says, we could get even, we could get rich, and we could get out. Mm, nice. Olga comes back in the room with some coffee, and Sam says the last thing Olga wants to hear whilst watching him spread on the bed, which is, would you be interested in making $50,000? <laughs> yeah, that seems fine, though. She's like, yeah, go on then. Imagine walking into two men <laughs> lying After on the bed. After they've just been discussing something. Yeah. And then say, would you be interested in making way too much money for something that would be fine, most likely? You see, I wasn't sure whether she was a, a prostitute. She's in the bar. She's on her own. She's clearly more interested in Bo than he could be bothered with. Yeah, I just thought, is she? Is she? Yeah, it seems unlikely. Is she high-class prostitution? But we, we don't know. We never find Is she high-class prostitution? <laughs> She's the very peak of it. <laughs> For 50 grand, she should be. Well, she, it turns out, she, yeah, she's fine. She doesn't even want to hear the plan. She yeah, she's agrees. like, yeah, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to earn $50,000. This is the first shot of Bo's grief scarf. And he's wearing the little <laughs> pink scarf as he's walking down the beach. Yeah, and an open denim shirt. And I did actually put, uh, he's got her sash on like some gay porn actor. Yeah, it's just tied around his neck yeah. at an angle. And just, <laughs> it's it's like underneath the shirt, actually yeah, around his neck. It's, it's quite ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. And uh He's trying to teach Olga some Russian to sound like Ingrid. Yeah, but she never spoke Russian. Yeah, she snaps at him and says, you know, I don't know why you keep going on about Ingrid and how perfect she was when she can't do it. And uh, unfortunately, this breaks Sam's, uh, sorry, uh, Bo's no mentioning my sister name rule. Yeah, which he probably hasn't said because why should they not mention her? She's going to pretend to be her. She's never going to say her name. Yeah, so he slaps her across the face straight away. Get out, have a bit of that. And shouts at her before storming off. Yeah, don't ever insult her. Which I'm not sure she did. No. I think she was just saying, you know, she's she's she weren't all that. So True. I guess that is kind of an insult. Yeah. I mean she she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say that. That would really drive him over the edge. Yeah, this obviously obviously after the physical violence this makes her want to apologise to him. So she <laughs> runs down the beach shouting his name. Halt. That's all she should have said. <laughs> He'd have done it. There's uh, some great zooming on eyes and camera blurring in and out here, replacing the actresses. So Olga blurred out, oh. then it's Ingrid. Yeah, we, we get that ballad again. Yeah. Um, she says she'll do it. She's sorry. She'll do whatever it takes, even though why the hell should she? Yeah. I mean, what the hell? What is this? For 50 grand? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it was the 80s and everything, but surely, surely you'd think that's not worth that, isn't it? It's got to be worth more than what I'm doing here. Anyway, yeah, so, so we have that. Uh, she learns to drive a Jeep, because obviously Ingrid could, and Olga 
can't drive a jeep on the beach. Really can't. Well, no, but I mean, is is that something that Ingrid had to learn how to do? You just drive in a jeep. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, swim. Teaches her yeah, how to yeah, do that. She yeah, can't she, do that. She can't swim. She can't fire a rifle. Shooting coke bottles with her right. Yeah. Yeah, she can't do any of that. Uh, teaches her how to run into his arms so he can swing her around a bit. Yeah. Then they have a kiss. Teach, which, yeah. which you'll probably, if nothing else convinces them that his sister, that will. Yeah. Right? A loving kiss to the face, on the mouth. I put that as the most important sisterly duty, yeah. which is kissing him on the mouth. Uh, my point is, if she can't even drive a jeep in the sand, now she's supposed to kill people. <laughs> she can't do anything. She can't do a damn thing. Like, even a moment, all, all we've got is that she can walk. <laughs> yeah, no, even that's, that's suspect. I mean, and we've seen her do it. Yeah. So, you know... She, she's got those credentials, but she can do nothing but just exist at the moment. She's absolutely <laughs> pathetic. She kind of looks like the sister. They're going to try and turn her into a spy in, what, two two days? Three, what is it? Three weeks, is it? Yeah, she, she's, um, she's going to go away now. Olga has to go away for three weeks. Yes. <laughs> just, just so because, uh, she's going to have her face taken off. Yeah. I like how Sam is totally perplexed at how names work because she says that her name's Olga Smith and he, he's not having that. He doesn't Smith. understand. Yeah, yeah, he queries Smith. Uh, she asks Sam to tell them about the vacation he's taking them on. I don't think she's really understanding the plan if she thinks she's going on vacation. Yeah, and I like, I like the fact that uh, Bo now is having some doubts about it. Yeah. Even though he's just gone through all of that. They've, yeah. got, they've had however long they've been training her to drive and stuff. And now when it's coming to uh, she's gone to have her face taken off, he's like, you know, I'm not sure about this. Yeah. <laughs> bit early. Bit earlier, maybe. Yeah, bring it in earlier, Bo. Any, any doubts? <laughs> it's a bit late now, isn't it? Actually, my next note is this all seems fucking mental for 50 grand. <laughs> yes, honestly, it's, it's not enough. She'll never change her face forever. Yeah. Intense uh, assassin training and permanently permanent surgery on your face look like someone you've never met before. Yeah, it's all expenses paid, though, so why not? This is our first sign of uh, Fred Williamson. Yeah, yeah, we go back to the bar and uh, in, in he comes as Noah. This is the 57th minute of the film, so yeah. nearly an hour without Fred. Yeah, but he's here and he's talking to Turkish Bert. And he's got his gang of hoodlums. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's good because uh, this, this drunk guy that was in the bar, he's still in the bar and he's still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he just says, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants some information on uh, who it was that was here. Uh, screw you, and obviously they have a big fight again. <laughs> yeah, he's a very violent man, this Burt Reynolds. Yeah, and uh, they play Russian roulette, don't they? He puts a single bullet in the well, chamber. Yeah, Noah makes him do it. Yeah. So he didn't say, can we please play Russian roulette, <laughs> Noah? That'd be good fun. This is Turkish roulette. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah, we're not mentioning the Russians. <laughs> yeah, he puts a single bullet in the chamber, flicks it round, closes it, and then just points the gun at him and shoots and nothing. So every time he asks a question and this guy doesn't answer, he just shoots again. Yeah, he does it twice. Yeah. And then he says, surely you'll you'll be dead next time. And he goes, ah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And he also knows his name. I, but, don't, I, I don't know how anybody knows Bo's name in the place. No, no, me neither. Because they're all Turkish. He didn't walk in, did he? I mean, first of all, they, they know where he lives. or they know where he's staying. But what, what is he... 
He's got his name written in the back of his jacket, like a Must, school kid or something. Yeah, he's got it embroidered got it on, the back, on the back of his bomber jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's Bo Donnelly, of course, the uh, traditional Russian name. <laughs> Boris Donnelly. <laughs> yeah, Bo Donnelly. And he's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. And off they go. See it. Bye, Fred Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> now he is in it again. I like once he's given him the information he wants as well, uh, Bert, that... Um, uh, Fred takes the bullet out of the, the gun and, and throws it to him and tells him to buy himself a drink. Um, I think this this made me think that maybe Fred thinks Turkish people use bullets as currency. Well, do they? It seems so. I don't know. Maybe they do. Yeah. Maybe it's just keep it because, you know, that could have been the bullet that killed you. Souvenir of nearly being shot to death. Yeah. I mean, we've all got them. <laughs> uh, Sam drops Olga off at some sort of hippie commune, it looks like. Yeah, just purely full of lesbian beauties. And we found out, yeah, and this is actually the plastic surgeon that's going to do the, yeah. the surgery on him. On yeah. her. And she she says, uh, come to my laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not sure they'd call it that yeah. in a plastic surgeon's outfit. <laughs> you said the word laboratory, you just imagine that's just experiments isn't it Rocky not, or a picture show yeah yeah it's not not a place that you'd think I mean surgery sweet the sweet but not a laboratory yeah it's just got that harsh sound I'm not sure I trust a surgeon with bright red plastic operating table I would because uh, she's surrounded by beautiful lesbians they're all dressed I, in, in they, bed sheets yeah they do whatever they want she says a very worrying line that she says that God has given her all the medicine she needs so this sounds like this could be a potentially very painful operation for Olga mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we learn that uh, white fire has fatal powers and comes from prehistoric times <laughs> something like that yeah has mega radiation. Yeah, this is um, it's the director Olaf, isn't it? He's meeting with uh, what was his name? The bloke Sam was talking to earlier, Mister. Had a, had a whatever. Udi Gower. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's meeting with him, which you know maybe maybe Bo was right not to trust him. Yeah, it wasn't worth all those close-ups, obviously, no. <laughs> but uh, still, maybe he was right. I can't remember what they say in that scene. I just wrote that and was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's just saying, you know, he's uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Reads reads the information out of, out of a book to him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he actually does read it out of a book. Yeah. He's, he's highlighted the passage. Yeah. Because he's just told him he's found it. And he says, what about this? And reads out the uh, the more dangerous side, which is the radiation and the powers that it has. And he's like... Ah, never mind that. <laughs> he's a fair dude. Back to Fred. He's he's in a brothel searching for Olga. Yeah, again, you see, I, I think before I started watching all these 80s films, I'd never heard cat house to right. mean like brothel yeah. or like the whorehouse or anything like that. You know, but cat house, it just seems that was the 80s way because yeah. they say that now. Yeah. Let's go to the cat house. Yeah. Which I used to think was just meant a little sanctuary for abandoned Cats. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um why why is is it ever mentioned why Fred will why he's gone there. Why yeah, why he's chasing Olga so much? Because of Olaf. That's the thing. Yeah. Because Olaf apparently she she says something that when he questions why she's called Smith. 
She said something. I'm sure she mentions Olaf. And I yeah. thought, well, well, Olaf's not called Smith either, surely. Not with the first name Olaf. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not really sure. I, th- I think it's because he's, his partner's Olaf, who is with Olga. That's why I think she's a prostitute. Yeah. I, th- I think I Olaf, and, Olaf and Noah run the, run the ring. If you'll pardon the expression <laughs> <laughs> when talking of prostitution. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think so. I, th- I think that's what it is. So anyway, she, anyway, what the bloody hell is he doing at this whorehouse or cat house? There's no reason for him to be there. He's looking for Olga. She'll probably be... Obviously, when, when prostitutes go, run away, they just go to a different They go to house. another place. Yeah. I mean, they go in. They sort of like storm every room, interrupt men, you know, paying for some sex. Not not paying for Fred Williamson to burst in halfway through it. Well, some might. <laughs> it's a very niche market. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, he gets a gun pulled on him by um, the Iron Sheik from the WWF. <laughs> That's what he looks like. His name's Jamal. Yeah, he's he's like the cop or something, isn't he? Who's not dressed in a, a cop's outfit at all. He's just there. He looks like Turkish Kojak. Totally <laughs> bald. Two two very good uh, references there. Yeah, could could be either of them. Yeah, he, yeah. He's like a massive massive cock duster mustache on him. Yeah, and he and he says, "Oh, I was just leaving," and then he spins and knocks the gun out of his hand and uh, holds it to his head and says, "Yeah, come on, guys, let's go." And he thinks, "What was the point of that bit?" I like how he does the classic throw a pencil over your shoulder to distract Jamal <laughs> technique. <laughs> he grabs the pencil from the woman, throws it. It doesn't distract anyone. It's like no one even sees that happen. <laughs> and then he spins and takes the gun off him. Do you know, I, I didn't see that happen either. That's how good he was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice he that. He throws the pencil off the woman and throws it. Why has she got a pencil? For her appointment. For, for taking bookings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for receipts. <laughs> um, I thought uh, yeah, Jamal was going to let him go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, I think he was going to. He's it's just him out, absolutely he? pointless. <laughs> Just takes him hostage for no reason. And then just lets him go and walks off. Yeah, through the curtain. Yeah. What do you think? Oh. Thanks. Thanks. That's because Fred's nobody's fool. I think that's what it's telling us. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. He's not scared of cops or something. Well, whatever. Not scared of WWE superstar <laughs> the Iron Sheik. Uh, so we see Sof- this scene now. Jesus. We see Sophia. She's uh, she's questioning the blow dart guy, Mario. Who's yeah. uh, cutting some wood up on a like a table saw? Isn't yeah, yeah, it? he's got some. He's got a big bandsaw, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. cutting some wood up. And uh, I thought this guy worked for her. Why is she? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She, he, he does. Why is she questioning him about this? Well, because he's the one who blew the dart into uh, Ingrid's face. Yeah, thereby <laughs> thereby killing her. Yeah, and now she's thinking, "Hang on a minute, why did that happen?" Yeah, because she had well, expressly told everybody, "I want her alive," and yet he kills her as soon as. He gets her. Yeah, it's because she runs it. So I thought it was because Ingrid ran at Sophia with a knife in her hand. Well, yeah, but, you know, just sort of like disarm her and knock her out. Mm. Not on her face, obviously. She's beautiful. Anyway, anyway, yeah, so she's there and she says, uh, you worth the mine. And he says, yeah, I didn't see anything. Which you think, oh, fair enough then. And she says, you killed Ingrid because she saw him. Yeah, yeah, she recognised him. That, that's what it was. He he thinks... Mar- Mario was terrified Ingrid would finger him. Yeah. Bo, however, was looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sophia gets to call him, you stupid bastard. <laughs> she says that a lot, doesn't she? Which I really enjoyed. I actually wrote that down because I, I enjoyed it. I, I got called uh, a bastard. By quite a few um, foreign ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good thing to uh, so, admit to. <laughs> my last place of work, and uh, I used to enjoy how they said it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she does. She says, "You stupid bastard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just always made me laugh. What happened at the mine? Well, you didn't see anything. You will tell me. I heard. Barbosa? I didn't see anything. I heard. No, no, I only heard of Mawasa. No, 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 please. Oh, for the love of God, leave me alone. No, I don't know. I tell you, I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> no. You stupid bastard. Please, Sophia. You killed her. She basically tells her men to drag this guy by a dick first into uh, the table saw, into the bandsaw. Yeah. And they do. He like, actually does. It's like a James Bond trap yeah. if James Bond decided to just let it happen. Yeah, but then he just gives up and just, they, yeah, they just saw straight through his groin. Straight <laughs> through the, the old cockle shell bay. Yeah, which isn't nice. He no. didn't like it either, to be honest, Mario. He took it better than I thought. <laughs> better than I would have. Yeah, but we, we get to see all that as well. The camera doesn't cut away, if you were thinking of that. Yeah. It's not just some blood splatter. No, no, no. We actually get to see that sore straight through there. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. No time for that. Anyway, no time to worry about him. He's uh, clearly dead. You get anything that happens down there, you're dead instantly. Yeah. I don't think they went all the way through his body. Probably just, didn't have to. No. No, so we, we, we cut now anyway to uh, to a guy with a metal detector. He was so arsehole to appetite, Ken. What more would you like? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I went there for a drink. Good, good band. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> some quality live music back then. Um, <laughs> some guy with goggles. On yeah, the, I've, got, I've got a yeah <laughs> on the keyboards. Anyway, uh, yeah, Olaf catches Mister Apiden. Read from the book that this thing was is radioactive. This him? It is. I just wrote some guy with a metal detector. I it's, didn't know it was him. It's him, yeah. I thought it was just a random bloke. I no. thought, what the hell's he doing now? It's ridiculous. Yeah, he read from the book and said, oh, by the way, this is horrifically radioactive. Burn you on impact. And still just try, goes down there trying to just steal it himself. Oh, no, I thought it was some random bloke with a metal detector who just found it. It's bloody a piding. Yeah, so the yeah, so the director's there. That makes sense then if he's distrustful. Yeah, and uh, he, he catches him and just pushes his face into the white fire. Yeah, it just burns his face off. Speaking of faces, here's Olga. It's Ingrid. It's Ingrid again now. We're back to the original uh, actress. She's yeah. got a new face. So Nicholas th- Cage. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> or John Travolta. <laughs> Thankfully not. Yeah, so th- thanks for coming, Olga. But now you're Ingrid. Yeah, seems to be doing all right. Yeah, and we are. We're back. She, it's the original actress again who played Ingrid back as uh, herself. Yeah, totally pointless scene. Really, could have just had her turn up at the the pool later on, like she does anyway. You don't need to really see her bandaged up. Anyway, uh, Olaf, he's back. He's talking with Bar 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 Barbarossa <laughs> and Sophia about how to move the white fire. And uh, I like. Uh, Sophia, she says, night or day, let's get it done. 
I want that white fire at any cost. Mm -hmm. But in the ridiculous accent that will play you the clip of. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to move quickly, okay? How many specialist guards do you have? 45. No problem. We need some more men. I have sufficient. What about a Python? He's out on a mining inspection. We will need transport. We have the transport and the special equipment at the mine. Special equipment? Yes. We need it to handle the white fire. Because the white fire needs to be handled with care. Don't you think it would be better to transport the white fire at night? No. Because there's nobody in that zone during the daytime. Because I made it off limits. Night or day, let's get it done. I want that white fire. At any cost. Well, he says we have uh, 45 guards. We'll need men. Mm. You know, even though he's the director of the place. Yeah, he just, could just tell them all just to go home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's his own fucking... <laughs> I don't even know why he's doing it like this. I don't know this. why he needs to steal it off his own like land. Yes, who knows. Uh, three weeks later and Sam, he's got a surprise for Bo. It's Olga looking exactly like Ingrid. Turns out she went through all this shit because uh, she was in love with Bo. This is what she yeah, explains this is to a, Bo. It's a ballad now. It's, we get the ballad again. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> there is absolutely and, no reason for her know, it, to be in love with him. It's weird because Bo actually says to her, once she comes out as, as Ingrid with Ingrid's face and everything, he says, are you sure you want to go through with this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, actually, no. <laughs> now you mention it, I'm not that sure. <laughs> Could you please give me my old face back and we'll forget all about it? Yeah. He's, he's always thinking, isn't he, Bo? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you want to go through with this? He's been nothing but a total twat to her. Why yeah. is she in love with him? Yeah, but she says, uh, I love you, and they have a big old kiss. Mind you, you know, she's willing to have her whole face changed, so she's obviously mental herself, isn't she? Yeah, she's she's on the run. She's on the run from Noah and Olaf. Yeah, and obviously, uh, as a little side plus point for Bo, this allows him to have sex with his sister. Yeah, without the, you know... The, the stigma. The, the ridiculous complications of it being his sister. Yeah. Yeah, which must have really just pissed him off. Yeah, as we mentioned before, there's absolutely no need for her to look like Ingrid for this plan to work. No, because um it probably well, because the bad guys know she's dead for one. So <laughs> her, I mean, her being back is not like a you know, but she's dead. Yeah. Yeah, and it probably would be easier just if Sam and Bo did this mission anyway, because when we actually get to the mission, there's no point in her being there anyway. She didn't do anything. No. Although she can now swim. What use is that? I don't even know why they trained her to swim. Yeah, well, I suppose because if, if if not, then you're seen a floating face down in the water at that point. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like it was part of the plot for later on. We're going to have to swim. We're not even going to swim, but we have just taught you how to, so you're welcome. Yeah, we've also taught her how to speak Russian for no reason. Yeah. I taught her how to fly a plane. Um, you know, other skills that she cook. She knows how to cook now. Two and a half hours. <laughs> Two and a half hours spaghetti. That's nearly ready. Needs salt. Tomato ketchup. Yeah, it's, it's weird. They, they taught her a whole range of things that she doesn't possibly need in the next hour. I like this next scene. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if Fred Williamson should be running this crew because <laughs> he treats bullets like currency, and now he seems to be attempting to lasso a tractor. 
<laughs> I'm not sure if this is in the script. <laughs> what the hell's he doing? What the bloody hell's the point of this bit? It's like about 15 minutes as well. <laughs> yeah. It's like... If they're standing right next to the tractor and some other people can't see him. <laughs> Until he lassoes them. This six foot three massive black guy with a lasso. With a gang. With a gang of you about e- ten people. You even hear the bad guy's music. It's clearly bad guy music playing. What? Why is he lassoing men? <laughs> What's the point of what he's doing? Anyway, he does, <laughs> he, he's swinging a lasso around. He gets a guy stood right next to him. That he could have just have just dropped it over the top of his head. Oh, that guy's not seen this yeah, he's before not, it happened. Not spotted him, even though he's driving a very slow JCB digger or something. Yeah, and uh, anyway, he still doesn't catch him because he runs off. The bloke, he gets pulled off the thing, he falls on the floor, then just runs away. Fred says his catchphrase: "Enjoy your carousel ride." What the hell does that mean? Yeah, that, that's everyone's catchphrase. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's <a> snappy. <laughs> Fred's catchphrase. The guy runs off for some near misses from the other tractors, which are hitting speeds of possibly up to three miles an hour. <laughs> so it's very close. Yeah. It's... I love Fred's jump down the hill as well. That he oh, does. that is a great jump. <laughs> well, yeah. he breaks his yeah. ankle. Shouts, hey. <laughs> shouts, hey. The bloke stops and looks. Because that's what happens in these films. You know, if somebody shouts, hey, you're going to turn around and have a look. Yeah. Even if you're running for your life. Yeah. And then he just like basically throws himself off a hill. <laughs> Nearly fucking breaks his yeah, ankle. It looks like he's yeah, very close. Yeah, where's Olga? Yeah, it's like who is this guy? Why Nobody would he know knows what... who this guy is. He's just working on why the would... bloody in a quarry why somewhere. Would this guy know where Olga is. <laughs> That's what I mean. The whole scene is just like, who's this? <laughs> we don't know who it is. We never find out who it is. He ends up telling Fred where Olga yeah, he is. He does know. Who the fuck is this man? <laughs> Somehow he does know where he where she is though. So, if he's just picked him at random, that's Looking. a great choice. I mean, that's, that, that's instinct from Noah. That's why he's in charge yeah. of Noah's Ark. That's what he calls his, his gang. <laughs> the Arkalites. Yeah, two by two, walking down the street. <laughs> uh, he ends up telling him, as I say. So yeah, he says, oh yeah, he's with, uh, she's with Sam, actually. Yeah, yeah and Bo. Yeah. And uh, he ends up rolling the poor guy very slowly down the hill to his death. <laughs> we assume he's dead. Yeah. It's, just, it's not that big a hill, just, is it? Ah, and then rolls really <laughs> slow. Yeah, and then just stops. Probably just gets up, dusts himself down, and get back to work next day. Yeah, and probably that, takes the rest of the day off. You'd think. Yeah, you know. And as you say, it's about fifteen minutes long. That scene. It's absolutely pointless. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, we don't know who the guy is. It's it's a crazy, crazy scene just for some lassoing, which Fred was probably like, you know, I can lasso. And you're like, yeah. So can I do some? Yeah. And that was it. That was it. That was it. Was like, yeah, go on then. It's not the worst thing we've got in the film, is it? <laughs> uh, Sam talks to Olga and Bo about throwing a party to celebrate Ingrid's return. Yeah, and he, uh, Bo, incidentally, is now dressed like Indiana Jones. Uh, he's, he's gone for another outfit. Uh, he says, no, it's too soon. Yeah. This is all right. It's a, uh, but then they do it anyway. Ingrid's return with all of her friends is like, she hasn't got any friends. No, she's, only got him. she's only got Bo, and that's weird. Yeah. Um... He says, no, it's too soon. But then they just, they okay, that's the end of that. But then it's a party about three minutes later where they do exactly that. Yeah, there's a bit of a, the, on the boat messing around. Tits. Uh, yeah. More tits. 
And then that's interspersed though with, with scenes of the children. Yeah, the flashback that's to weird. when they were kids as sister and brother. It's like what? That's what he's. That must be what he's thinking about. It's too creepy for Bo, and he, he he actually just goes to make sure Sam taking the right direction or something. Uh, comes back, tells Olga there's still time to back out if she wants. It's <laughs> <laughs> still time to not be that face. Um, and she says, if your sister can do it, so can I. Um, the look on Bo's face makes me think there's going to be a pre-party beatdown on the cards for her, but uh, <laughs> we, we could away to the party. That would have been harsh, wouldn't it? <laughs> Don't mention my sister. How many times have I told you? <laughs> um, yeah, the plan's in full effect. Bo introduces Olga as Ingrid to the to Olaf. He's um, he's now wearing a some sort of porn star suit. Bo's changed again. He's now wearing some sort of suit that would suggest he's a porn star. Yeah. And obviously he's got the uh, moustache to to back it up. Yeah. I don't know if he's got the package to back it up, but he's certainly got the look. Maybe ask his sister (laughs) or or other members of his family. This is when I first used the name Yilmaz. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Professionally. I'm not sure what you're talking about here. Yeah, you got the director. He's with Sofia and uh, Barbarossa. Barbarossa. And then uh, Sofia and Barbarossa go away. They discuss it. Um, they, the plan is they're going to steal the diamond in two weeks, mm. which seems a long time after they've already planned it all. But yeah. in two weeks' time, that's when it's going to happen. And Barbarossa suggests that uh, Ingrid's voice is different, which it isn't because it's the same actress again. So, uh, you know. And Sophia, and it's one of my favourite lines. I've written it as well. After she says, you stupid bastard. (laughs) She says, it's a sure, but it must be she, Ingrid. (laughs) It's like, what? Well well read. Thank you. Thank you. That was, um, I I sound more Russian when I'm doing uh, (laughs) Sophia. (laughs) Pardon the expression. (laughs) Yeah. Although, to be honest, I probably would. I think Barbarossa's been on the hashish. Because, as you say, he sounds exactly alike. Like she has. I mean, she is her. Yeah, it's the same woman again. But yeah, anyway. So she's um, and then, and then just to make it all worse, bloody Noah. Noah turns up. Fred Williamson bowls in. Yeah, freaks uh, freaks Olga out. She wants to leave. Well, Ingrid. We have to call her Ingrid again from now on. Oh, sorry. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she recognizes him. Uh, obviously, he doesn't recognise her because she's had a really, really quick face transplant. Yeah. But it explains who he is, and it's Olaf's partner. He runs the bars and the rackets. Yeah, he's a tennis player. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. So that's who it is. Bo, because he's a fucking moron, goes up to <laughs> Yeah, speak yeah. To him. He, he says, come on then, let's go and find out. Because she's worried, uh, even though obviously she's got a different face, she's worried that something's going to happen. And Bo makes sure that it does by going over and saying, Noah, buddy. And pretending it's his friend. Yeah. And he says, sorry, I, you have me at a disadvantage, Mr. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much that line. And he says, it's Bo, Bo Donnelly. Which, of course, is Noah's been looking for for the entire time he's been in the film. Yeah. This is uh, another terrible plan from Bo. Yeah, it's absolutely pointless. What the hell is he doing this for? Because he doesn't... I mean, Noah doesn't know what Bo looks like, for a start. Yeah. He knows what Olga looks like, but he doesn't know what Ingrid looks like. So all they had to do... Was leave. 
yeah, all they could have stayed. Yeah. <laughs> they still could have been there. Noah doesn't know what either of them look like until he goes over and tells him who they are. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and he's like, I never forget a face. Although, yeah, although this bit just uh, totally ruins what I've said because he says, although I have met your sister before. Yeah. So he does recognise uh, Ingrid slash Olga. Ingrid Olga. But, <laughs> but uh, she said she has never met him before. Yeah. I think that was what that bit was. There's no point in that bit. Yeah. Yeah, she she says, uh, oh, pleased to meet you. But he says, no, we did meet before. About, like, in a... I don't know, he, he gives very specific details. Yeah. Which I think it's probably too detailed for just meeting her once in a reception area or something. Oh, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? In yeah, the, I can't the mine, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, apparently, yeah, he, he never forgets that face, which is good because two people have had it now. So <laughs> He yeah. never forgets anyone, ever. <laughs> yeah, that that's just what he does. Yeah, yeah, we're in trouble. That's uh, that's what she says. Oh, right. That's that's what she says to uh, to Bo, who probably thinks, "Yeah, that's really, really fucking stupid, wasn't it? Why on earth did I do that?" Yeah, Fred then goes to visit the hippie doctor. I don't know how he finds out about no, that. I don't know either. It's just one of those. He never forgets anyone's face, even if it's not really theirs. Yeah, so he goes up. Um, Fred starts threatening the girls unless they tell him where she is. And the, doc- the hippie doctor says, You filth. You would defile with your rotten masculinity. <laughs> yeah. They... Like his reply, he says, Yes. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him. Another time we'll but... discuss your views on heterosexuality. <laughs> but right now, I want to know where the girl is. <laughs> Is that well, line? Well, to be honest, that is why he's there. He's not there to discuss that. No, <laughs> he but he will. He will later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why not? It'd be interesting, wouldn't it, that sort of conversation? Yeah, Fred Fred Williamson and... And a violent lesbian. <laughs> yes. Um, violet lesbian, is that a name? <laughs> no, but you've got to imagine that's what, that's what he's talking about. He's just cementing the fact that she is uh, in a lesbian commune. Yeah, it's like which is unnecessary. Female version of Charles Manson, by the look of it. Um, she ends up telling Fred everything. Um, yeah, <laughs> only because he's going to threat. He's threatening to hurt some of her associates. Yeah, and he says, "I don't understand. You mean plastic surgery?" <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's pretty much what they do on this place. Yeah, and then laughs. That's all they do. Yeah, he's like, "I had her in my hands." That's what he says. Yeah, so did Bo. The, he seems, the dirty bastard. <laughs> he seems very willing to accept that as a reason. Yeah, I that's mean, absolutely preposterous. Yeah, that should be like what? That sounds mental. Oh yes, I changed her face a lot like the city. You'd be like, no, where actually is she? But no, he just he just yeah, accepts and, it. Ransack the place. I, I actually wrote. Did I miss a scene or two here? Because we go straight to a shootout between Fred and Bo and them. Yeah, men. we're now at a hideout, and um, I've got. How does he know where they are? Because oh, everyone's told him. Yeah, everyone keeps telling him. It's the worst hideout in the world. Well, yeah, and he now also knows what he looks like, thanks to Bo, the bloody idiot. Yeah. In this hideout, I've got that uh, the gang that Bo and Sam have assembled, it's like Uncle Peter from uh, The Smell of Reeves and Mortimer. <laughs> oh, he's Ch- is it Charlie Chuck? <laughs> and uh, El Guapo from The Three Amigos. They've brought him in. What is a plethora? <laughs> and Sam. Of course, and Sam, that, that's the gang. Yeah. Anyway, so they're they're looking out for Bo. Um, Noah arrives, 
and uh, they, they start circling the little ramshackle place they're living in. Uh, he says, come on in. <laughs> Which yeah. is weird. There's no point having like guards and sentries if uh, when they do finally arrive, you invite them in. And he says, no, I don't want to intrude. Yeah. And he says, okay. And then they have a gunfight <laughs> instead. <laughs> Fred, Fred's got to be questioning his decisions on who he's had in his team because they're all killed by old men. Yeah, by, the, by, by these ridiculous people I've just mentioned. Yeah, One of them gets shot in the face from behind. <laughs> we get, That's like, how big his face is. <laughs> we, we, get, we get a gunshot to the face, like the exit wound. Yeah, which is amazing, really. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's decent. I quite like that bit. I didn't expect it. Like at the end of New York Ripper, where you get somebody gets shot in the face that you're not really expecting it. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, this is it's a gunshot from it gets shot from behind, and their face explodes, which was nice. Noah's on top of a train. I now, said, I said this. I said this point. has got to be. This can't be the greatest escape that he's ever done because he's running along the roof of a train that's stationary and they're like no no let him go it's like where's he going from there yeah it's to the end and then what yeah it, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it does say just let him go because yeah, i think uh, olga's gonna well ingrid's gonna shoot him yeah she? yeah she, she's got a gun on him and she says no let him go and you think but well, he'll just be there he'll just get off again there look yeah just we can still see him <laughs> just climbing down really slowly <laughs> <laughs> we, we can still see him now look let him go he has just tried to kill us for the like, the entirety he's been in this film. I can he's still, tried to hunt us down. <laughs> I can still see him. I can still no no he's gone. Yeah, he, uh, he's we'll long never, gone. We'll, we'll never find him again. <laughs> he's there. Yeah, I'm sure he'll forget about us anyway. He always forgets a face. <laughs> I, that's what he said. Remember? Yeah, that's why we keep having new ones. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> there's uh, we see um, inexplicable shoe shine. Yes, to <laughs> say it's um, Olaf, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's gone for a shoe shine. Yeah, yeah. Watch the socks, he says. Yeah, to the little kid. Yeah, who's shining his shoes? He says white. Wash the socks. Yeah, because he's wearing white shoes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like he's in case the kid can't see that. Just uses black fucking boot <laughs> polish on him. <laughs> just ruins his shoes totally. <laughs> Absolutely shit guy. Yeah, but I don't know what the point of that is. He, he, again, he's meeting Sofia and Barbarossa. He says they're moving it. They're, well, they're dancing. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they like to. The Lombarda. Yeah, it's just that they're moving it, as in the, the white fire. So, yeah, we need to, we need to hurry and, and put, put the plan forward, basically. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think, really I think know. basically, Olaf is, is playing the, the two sides off against each other, isn't he? I, th- I think. I think they are. But or is he I, trying I, to double-cross them? I've got no but idea why, what's why? going on at this point. No, I honestly lost it here as well. Be- because then we get like the miners are all going to work. So it's like the uh, they're all heading through the uh, security. Bo, he's pretending to be one. Uh, Sam and uh, the henchmen, El Guapo and uh, Uncle Peter. <laughs> are also both uh, pretending to be henchmen, yeah. which, which is pointless because the director's watching them on camera <laughs> instantly and, sees and recognizes all of them. <laughs> yeah, and then he, get, he gets on the phone. Uh, it sounds like it's uh, actually a loudspeaker phone. <laughs> you can hear it echoing what he's saying. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was supposed to be on loudspeaker, but it's like he's on a big tannoy system where he's just like, they're here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a Range Rover, 
uh, full of guns for everybody. But it's like, why why are they doing that once they're inside the compound? Who's brought the guns in the, on a big in a Range Rover for everybody? I like how Bo sticks dynamite into his jacket pockets. That seems absolutely mental yeah. to do that. Guns for all and dynamite. Let's go. Yeah, so so Bo and Co. get to the white fire first, and uh, they marvel at it for a bit until they decide they're going to need equipment to move it. You would have thought that that would have been something they might have discussed beforehand. Yeah, watch out for radiation. Obviously, they mentioned that. Yeah. Um, there's enough stones here to buy the Taj Mahal. Uh, Sam suddenly throws up that he needs a thermal lance or a mechanical grab. Yeah. Which you'd think all of this would have been planned in advance of anything. Mm-hmm. But no. Let's go and get the equipment. Uh, and then they just start running around a quarry for more gunfights. Yeah, because it's Sophia's group. They're all dressed in mine worker uniforms. As, as I mentioned, red for officers, blue for guards. Not sure why we got told that. No. It was basically red for people who won't get killed first and blue for everyone that will be shot from a long distance. I think Bo uh, shoots and kills Olaf he, now, he doesn't do, he? He does, yes. Uh, Sophia's still got her sunglasses on, which she I think is yeah. fantastic that she's really committed to that. She's got really sensitive eyes. Yeah. I'm unsure why Olaf decided to join in with this gunfight, to be honest. <laughs> why is he fucking dressed as a running around with a fucking rifle? Not sure. He doesn't really need to be involved, does he? Anyway, he gets killed, so that's right. the end of that. Um, El Guapo, he he takes one. He's dead. Yeah. El Guapo's out of there. We get... Um, I've, <laughs> I've just written the words, double thumbs up from some idiot. And I can't remember <laughs> no, what that relates no, to. I don't know either. No, I think... Oh, no, no, that's right. That's right, I do remember. Because my next bit. Uh, yeah, there's Noah... Is waving on a hill. Oh yes, he looks like yeah. Judas at the opening scenes of Jesus Christ Superstar, where he's just like crouched on a mountain top. <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, my mind is clearer now. <laughs> yeah, but he gets a double thumbs up from some idiot just looking at him. Yeah, yeah, and that's when he starts waving. I think that's very subtle, guys. Yeah, yeah I think he turns up with like one person, Fred. I think the rest of them have just thought, you know what, we'll fuck this. <laughs> They're still getting away on that train, though. They realise it's not moving. They've been <laughs> sat on it for hours. <laughs> yeah, Bo start. <laughs> Bo then starts throwing dynamite. Jesus Christ! And does pe- he ever? people are jumping down hills and uh... lots of slow mo. Yeah. <laughs> then they said the old man's double crossed us. He's like, yeah, no shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, back in the mine. There's another really dangerous-looking fire stun. Well, there's a couple, one after the other, with the dynamite, where people are just catching fire, like their hair and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Looks like someone's face. Like It's just, because it's in slow-mo as well, it just looks awful. Yeah, Noah's outside with more dynamite. Yeah. Uh, people are on fire, as Dom says. Uh, Ingrid shoots a man dead. Because he spent too long trash talking her, yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you get bored of that. Yeah, just shot him. I like um, they run into Sam, who tells them to escape it through the vent, and he he says that he's going to stay behind. Why the fuck would he do that? <laughs> we also we get the song starting to play again <laughs> underneath the dialogue. <laughs> so we've still got dialogue, but um, yeah, <laughs> now the song starts up again. Uh, the diamond. Uh, the white fire diamond that the whole film's about just just explodes now. Yeah, no one actually just, ever says that would happen. <laughs> it just inexplicably just blows up. That's it's a what ridiculous co- explosion. That's what causes the cave in. 
So Sam says, I'm not going to leave you. And they say, okay. Okay. Like he was just dicking about, so, about the whole thing, you know. So are we? So does that mean Barbarossa and Sophia are dead? Are they Are they in the mine when it blows up? Because you never see them again. I, I don't know. You never saw them, do you? I don't know. Because Barbarossa killed Sam's wife, so you would assume he would get revenge on him at some point. And, and you know, Bo would, would kill everyone else, but no. It's kind of like the white fire diamond explodes. You're not really sure if they survive or not. They end up escaping through the vent and they run into um, Fred. Fred Noah. He, Noah. Yeah, he's, he's there waiting for him. He says, Olga, we have a date with Olaf, who clearly doesn't know that he's dead as well. Yeah. Um, and he says, well, how are you going to explain the new face? Which is a fair point. Yeah, I mean, he accepted it, so no doubt Olaf will as well. Yeah, but Bo's plan is, you tell him Olga got killed. He's dead. Yeah, hang on, how can he be? He can't be Olaf. His credits on IMDb are rubbish. Yeah. It's definitely his face. But he says, he says uh, so, what? so Olaf's not in it at all. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that is like Yil- Kaiser Soze. I, I, swore, I swore he was introduced as Yilmaz at the party. Oh, it says Olaf on the. Uh, yeah, I, well, I looked and saw that as well. So anyway, whoever Olaf is, um, he's going to get told that Olga was killed, but then he's going to give him some diamonds. Fr- give Fred some diamonds. Yeah, he, he gives he gives him some diamonds. So give those to Olaf, and Just he'll loose. probably forget that um, Olga existed after that. Just loose out of his pocket. Which um, Noah reacts with the the classic the classic quote of. As the sheriff always said, y'all get out of my town before dark, you hear? Mm. Remember that from every film ever made? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what the sheriff always Remember said. Remember in Robocop. Yeah. And he says, <laughs> he also then, he tells Sam, this is another bit where he pretty much just pushes Sam out of the way. Because Sam has survived, by the way. He's yeah, not he's dead. He, he didn't die. He says, I'll stay behind and then just goes with them. Yeah, and then he says, <laughs> no, come on. He's like, yeah, go on then. That's what I mean. It was like he was just dicking about all that time. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to stay here. No, just come with us. Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do that. <laughs> Sam says, you go. I'll make my own way. Yeah. And then, and then he just like walks down a slight hill. What, what about? <laughs> so there's, no, there's no different way to go. Yeah, it's, no, the it's same, the, it's the same way. He just walks down it a little bit. Do, do you like the uh, what Fred says? Is Fred's last line of the film? Which was? Says, send the car back. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> What's he on about? Who's he talking to? The bow before they run off. Oh. I like how the last shot is them just running with their back to the camera, yeah, just yeah, running they, down they, the they, hill. They hold hands and just run off. And Bo's like out slightly ahead, you know, because he's, you know. But yeah, he says, uh, send the car back. Yeah. What? There is no car. No, no. It's a train car. No, no they're not friends. We're trying to kill each other ten minutes ago. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So oh, uh, why can we be friends? <laughs> just plays. And they do. They they run off holding hands, and we have a flashback to them holding hands as kids back in the the yeah. beautiful, the lovely days of them being chased by soldiers before their parents were murdered. Yeah. Although it is in English because she's dead. So what's yeah. the point of that? Yeah. And then it ends. It just ends. That is literally the end. We get a yeah. flashback at the end. Yeah. Except for the after credit scene. What? Yeah, did you did you enjoy the after credit scene? What was it? Did I miss it? Did I just turn it off and disgust? <laughs> you must have. What happened? Basically, uh, you got Sam. He's looking dejected by the pool, thinking about Josefa. Bo turns up. He says, "Sam, look who's here." 
and it's Osifa. She walks up to Sam, says I love you, with the voice of Fred Williamson. <laughs> he's had plastic surgery for the next mission, and he's... And he says he loves Sam, which he reciprocates, and everyone jumps in the air for a freeze frame as <laughs> the White Fire theme tune plays us out. <laughs> white Fire! White Fire! that did happen that would have been good wouldn't you it you fucking made me think I'd turned it off earlier I was going to have to watch the whole film again not <laughs> <laughs> just even that bit <laughs> anyway what did you think of the film um, it's absolutely ridiculous yeah, in the best brilliant. kind of way it's yeah. brilliant isn't it yeah this, this is the sort of content we need on this yeah. on this podcast yeah it's, it's 80s everything about it is 80s uh, it's, I just, it's just fun it really is fun none yeah. of it makes sense yeah, I lost the plot halfway um, through, literally. I mean, it, it's it's like unnecessary, like the incest thing. That's, that's just not needed. Yeah, brilliant. It's like he wrote it, the guy, and then halfway through decided, you know what, actually, I want these two to have sex with each other. How can I do that? And then thinks, all right, we'll Without do this. Without it being too weird. Yeah. It's like, no, you've already done it. We'll do this plastic surgery thing. Yeah, now it's not his sister. Free for all. I'm kind of thinking we're going to have to watch Warrior of the Lost World now, just to uh, complete yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was recommended I do that as well. Yeah, just to complete the Ginty um, Williamson <laughs> set, uh, double bill. Yeah, I, I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Bloody ridiculous. You got a favourite character? Uh, I, I'd like to say it's Bo, but not. it's not. Mm. It can't be Bo. No. I, you know, I, I don't know. Sophia. Yeah. Yeah, I just like her just because she's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Fred Williamson. Absolutely fucking ridiculous in most of the scenes he's totally, in. He's pretty much just a totally pointless character. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it, considering really, he got it, second billing. He didn't really do anything. <laughs> no. He, his job was go and find... Uh, Olga. In, yeah, go and find Olga. And he didn't. No. That was the end of that. So well, he, he well, failed. Well, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the end of that. Yeah, he became friends with the people he was hunting. Um, he... It's literally the opposite of what he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got killed who was supposed to help. Yeah, his entire gang's murdered, except himself. Yeah, I wonder if they did send the car back. <laughs> or he's still there. Just a, just a skeleton, just yeah, at the yeah. entrance of that fucking cave. He's holding cave. some diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Like the start of the next Indiana Jones film. <laughs> <laughs> and a lasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? Fuck no! It's just like as you say, it sounded like he just wanted that in the film yeah, himself. It's absolutely pointless. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's my favourite as well. Yeah. Why not? What about a favourite death? Couple um, to choose from: blow dart to the face, or that, that was point. That was awful. That was pathetic. That death. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be the band sort of the genitalia. Yeah. Yeah, that was looked horrible and massively unnecessary to show us. Yeah. Seems odd. That's obviously a place of work that they're doing that. Seems yeah, like the most, yeah, we don't even know where he is, do we? He's just, he's just there, just cutting some wood. The most ridiculous way to kill someone. <laughs> For himself. Again, yeah, yeah, they've all got guns, but none of them use them to assassinate people. Yeah. yeah an unusual an unusual trope there for the um, for the gang. 
I didn't mention it during the review, but I like how in the wide shots, people are blatantly using wooden guns because they haven't got enough. I've never noticed. Yeah. I, was, I was so engrossed in the realism of the action. Yes. I was, I mean, you know, some of it's hard, like the the the, the pyro stuff, the fire scenes, holy shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a great death, actually, the first one, because I think it's a real death. <laughs> yeah. You see him run off with like... He is, he's on fire. He's rubbing his own face, that stuntman, isn't he? Yeah. As he's burned. Yeah. Which, which leads you to think he is burning. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that one. That was good. Shouldn't have been. There <laughs> should have been a bit more health and safety involved, but no, it was good. I, I thought it was a brilliant film. Favourite quote? Maybe the Sophia line, whatever it was you read out. <laughs> oh, which one about about she Ingrid? It's, it is she Ingrid. Yeah. It, it's a sure, but it must be she Ingrid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which they thought, well, we're not dubbing that over. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, she's she, read that she's well. nailed that. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's such a lot. I mean, you get chainsaw fights. You, you just, there's loads in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic surgery. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> Tits. Ass. Bush. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Do you know, do you know, besides Fred Williamson, is there anyone that has done another film? Robert Ginty. Besides, old, he's the, the main Gint, man, the Gintmeister general, the, the Gintmeister. <laughs> um, I don't know. She no, she must have done looking like that. She can't have done one film. Ingrid probably, probably did something with fucking our ticket to Hawaii. Whatever his name was. Yeah, Sidaris. Yeah, Sidaris. That's yeah. it. We're probably gonna to have to revisit another one of his at some point soon. We actually we actually played the trailer for another film in that. Yeah, do me. I I, I would. I'd watch him. Yeah. Yeah. You find him. I'll watch him. <laughs> that goes for you out there as well. This was a a fan recommended. Exactly. Um, greatly appreciated because we had a great time watching this. Yeah, really did enjoy it. There's some that uh, are, have been a pleasure to watch and really funny even whilst watching, and some that have been a slog. Manos, the hands of fate, comes to mind with that last one. Manos, the hands of Manos. Mangoes, the cans of fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> all sequels. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess uh, done and dusted in the can. Yeah, enjoyed it, liked it. Uh, you did ask earlier on um, how many times do they say white fire? Oh, yeah. And it is, in fact, 24 times. Is it only that? Yeah, it's not as many as you think. I thought that was just in but, the first but it, scene. But it, they do mention it all like within like about 20 minutes. Yeah. That's why you think it's more, because they, they do say it a lot yeah. in the middle. And the theme tune's on and, and no, I've not minutes. included that. I've not included the song. Just I've, I've only included the actual dialogue of the uh, the actors. So, yeah, with, with the song, it's probably like more than double. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I've only included that. So, there you go, 24 times. 24 times. <laughs> I once said that uh, the film Braddock Missing in Action 3, starring Chuck Norris, was the uh, the film where the title character's name said the most uh, I've ever seen. And somebody counted with, what about Rocky? And I thought, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's literally all they're chanting for about a good 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But again, just in dialogue. So you haven't seen that one either. Go for that one. That's brilliant. Braddock. You son of a bitch, Braddock. Yeah. 
Speaking of son of a bitches, it's uh, Ken's uh, film pitch coming up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for that uh, smooth intro. Smooth segue. <laughs> Yeah, so it's everybody's favourite section of the podcast. Um, it's the only fucking feedback I get anyway. It's uh, <laughs> it's the film pitch. Okay, so we're going for... Um, it is similar in some ways than we'll go Indiana Jones, as I mentioned earlier on. I did mention that. So we've got Danny Trejo mm-hmm. as the guy that knows what's going on. Is that his name, is it? Yeah. Right. He's the ancient mystic. <laughs> That's not his name. I can't have him as an ancient mystic. He's just the guy who's been in town for the years. Well, that's a fall from grace, isn't it? <laughs> from the ancient mystic to the guy that's just lived <laughs> just in some town. old man. <laughs> <laughs> some old local. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't even know what's happening yet. No. No, nor do I. <laughs> that's why I'm skating around it. <laughs> Please go on. Um... There is a huge diamond, and it's called Blue Steel, <laughs> which is a film and a modelling look, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yes. it's both of those. Um, and that's it. What do you think? Excellent, yeah. <laughs> well, let's get it made. Yeah. Thank you. Who's the, who's the hero? We'll get back to the name of the, di- the diamond. Um, it's I'm not going... fucking Ginty, is it? No, no, no. I'm going young. I'm going dynamic. I'm going... Daniel Radcliffe. Hayden Christensen. Dynamic. Hayden I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. <laughs> he's the guy that was Darth Vader that everyone oh, hates. Oh, in that case, yeah, that, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah him. Okay. What's he, he going to be called? Be, he can be dynamic, can't he? Yeah. He can be called... Um, Michael Milk Toast. <laughs> Kurt Milk Toast. <laughs> yes, nice. Yeah, cool. So he's in. Let me write that down. Has he got a, has he got a, a, a sister he likes to fondle? Um, Do you know what I'd like to see in this film? Go on. Barbara Crampton. As? The bad guy. Danny Trejo's ex. Danny Trejo's stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's done that before. I've got her. I've got her in. Barbara Crampton's there. She's the, the main bad guy. The main, the big, like the Sophia character. What's she called? She's called, um... Colonel Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a bit too on the nose, isn't it? I think. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I'll save that for another pitch. Yeah. I'll write it down, though. I think her name should be... Uh, is she Is she going to have to do an accent? Maybe she's Russian? We'll have with Danny Trejo as... What's his name? Uh, we didn't come up with one. Oh, I thought it was... Hermanus Flank. <laughs> flank steak. <laughs> Brother Flank steak. <laughs> Romano Flankstake. <laughs> Brother. No, he's a monk. I like it. <laughs> His name's Romano Flankstake. No, brother. Brother. Well, that's brother Flankstake. <laughs> he's a monk. Romano is Spanish for brother. Yeah, but he's a monk. He's also Mexican, isn't he? Yeah, but we're not in Mexico. Are we not? Are we? I don't know. I thought we were. Where are we setting this? Well, they were in fucking Turkey, so we might as well go Mexico. Might as well have a holiday if we're going to fucking do this. Okay, so, okay, Brother Flanksteak, then Hermano. Hermano Flanksteak. He's in. And he's, what, is he the protector of the... The realm? <laughs> he's the... 
<laughs> he's the protector of the jewel. Yeah, what jewel we got again? There needs to be something like... I'm trying to think of a good name for the, the, the jewel. That, that's the, the thing, isn't it? Blood Thunder. Blood Thunder. Why not? Yeah. So, Blood Thunder. Danny Trejo plays Romano what? Flank steak. <laughs> Romano Flank steak. He's the protector, I guess, of the... Of, of the Blood Thunder. Yeah. Yep. Hayden Christensen plays uh, Kurt Milktoast, who's uh, an adventurer. Yeah. Freelance. Adventurer for hire. Yes. Barbara Crampton plays somebody we've not yet named. Barbara Crampton plays the bad guy. She plays El Diablo. Yes. That's it. Yeah. She's just called El Diablo. Yeah. Nobody be. knows she's a woman until she finally appears and it's Barbara Crampton. Yeah. She's she's a legend. She's a local legend that uh, nobody's ever seen and mm-hmm. lived to tell the tale. Turns out it's Barbara Crampton. Yeah. So does does he need, he needs probably a sister doesn't he I guess milk toast milk toast uh, yeah um, Karen Karen milk toast yeah, yeah get it yeah. down <laughs> Kurt and Karen milk toast we could work it with all the the memes that you've got with him and who is Na- it Natalie Portman Portman Natalie Portman it'd be good to get the old gang back together yeah so th- this is a um, just a straight up sort of caper I guess you retrieve the their 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 explorers after it. She wants it as well. I think she's hired them, but they don't know that that she's hired them. She's the middleman, like Sam. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, he's in. As Pete. Pete the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's in. Pete the mailman. Yeah, this is kind of sounding a bit like a sort of Robert Rodriguez film now that we've got Trejo and Steve Buscemi in it. He probably would want to get involved, wouldn't he, if he yeah. hears about it? Yeah, I guess it's just straight up exactly the same film without all the incest. You, are we getting Fred Williamson in, in a cameo? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I think so. He he sort of ferries them around Mexico on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, through the desert. El Diablo needs probably a sort of a, an underling to, you know... Not like Barbarossa. Yeah. Uh, okay, he can be called um, just Miguel. Miguel Agua. <laughs> yeah. Michael Water, if he was English. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hispanic actor. Uh, Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, he does fucking... He'll do it, will Yeah, he? yeah, he'll yep. do that. John Leguizamo is what? Miguel Agua. Yeah, he's in. Is uh what 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 so they're explorers? What does he do? Is he like an archaeologist, milk toast? Or? No, he's just an explorer. Him and his sister, Pete the mailman. He's he's the one that's sent him out there. Oh yeah, El Diablo knows about it. Yeah he? yeah yeah yeah. El Diablo knows Pete the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so she's sent a letter through the mail. Yeah. And he's he's answered it. He's read it. And he's passed it on to the uh, the milk toast. It's actually spelled M A L E. <laughs> it's descriptive more than figurative. <laughs> That's not his job. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! What's Fred? He's Noah, isn't he? Yeah, he gets them around, and he's he's always in the. He's like taking them places by car, by boat. He's got all vehicles at yeah. his disposal. Yeah, plane, stationary train. 
Yeah. If if he needs it. Moving train. He's got... Uh, he's got everything you want. He's got a tandem. Yeah. Tandem yeah. bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No good for both the milk toasts, of course, if they both want to join in. Because it's his. He's not just going to lend it them. He's got a sidecar. Unless he's... Uh, Unless they put a deposit two, down. Two sidecars on a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. their favourite mode of transport. <laughs> I kind of think you should just buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous in the streets of Mexico to own There's a car. three of them. You think you just get a car, friend? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> two sidecars on a motorbike. That's how they get round. One behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think we're gonna have to put ourselves in this just to pep it up a bit. We are we're the police. Are we slapstick comedy police who don't know what's going on. No, we're are we, fucking are we hardcore. FBI agents, cock solid. Yeah. And Hugh Jorgen. <laughs> Which one do you want to be? I'm cock solid all day long. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yep, yeah, we're in. So who are we who are we trying to find? We're trying to find Blood Thunder, the the diamond that's worth. So we're 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 trying to find it as well. Oh, me as, and you. As, as cops, yeah. we're uh, we're just seeing lots of killing, lots of deaths. Oh, that must cut us to the quick. Yes, and we see uh, as, you know as hardened cops. CCTV footage of uh, of fucking Portman and Christensen. Kurt and Karen. Kurt and Karen milk toast. The milk toasts. Yeah. And milk. obviously the Mexican cartels turning up. And milk toast mayhem. Because you know, like Indiana is, is the uh, is is the headline of the paper that <laughs> yes. we read. We yeah. slam it down and say, "God damn it! Get me milk toast. Yeah. I want milk toast now." And obviously, our captain. <laughs> yeah, who's this? Carl Weathers. <laughs> it's Captain Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah, that's what he shouts. All he shouts from his office is, "Get me milk toast." Yeah, he just keeps saying, "I want." Milk toast. Get me... Milk toast. No. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were playing again. I want either... He says, I want either a huge organ or cock solid. <laughs> Get me cock solid. <laughs> <laughs> he says quickly. <laughs> to his secretary. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a weird line. It's a good thing you became an FBI agent with that name, isn't it? <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. have done well as a teacher. No. Anyway, so so who else is... What, what happens? <laughs> nothing. Nothing happens. Basically, what happens is they get hired. They're, uh, they're treasure hunters. The milk toasts, yeah. They're treasure hunters. Yeah. They get hired by Steve Buscemi. As the, Pete the male Pete man. the male man. <laughs> he hires them, says they're looking for the blood, blood thunder diamond. Yeah. We'll pay you handsomely for it. 50 grand. That's it. That'll do. Yeah. To go to Mexico, go down to Mexico, bring it back. Yeah. We'll get everything taken care of. We've got a a, a contact out there. He's called Noah. Yeah. He, he's on a boat or he'll a get, plane or whatever measure the transport you have. Yeah, he'll get your yeah. transport wherever you need to go and he'll also, you know, rendezvous with you and, and get the diamond off you. And should you need it, uh, he's pretty good with a lasso. Yes, it doesn't usually come in handy, but no. it, might, it might do. <laughs> it hasn't done so far in his life. Yeah, if he asks you to play Turkish roulette. Yeah, give it a miss. Politely Just refuse. Just cra- crack on with the mission. And then, um, obviously, we know that Steve's working for El Diablo. Is he working for them? So he's the double cross. 
That's the double cross. I think he, I think uh, Fred might be the double cross. Noah. He does Noah, yeah. What's the, what's the point of Pete the mailman? Pete, he's the he's a he's a like you know if she's not going out doing the deals. Pete so he the doesn't mail- he doesn't know it he doesn't know it's come from El Diablo. Who? Pete the mailman. He knows. So he is a double crossing then. So what does he think it on this occasion it'll all be above board and the milk toast will be fine. Uh, he thinks it's going to be fine and the milk toast will deliver the diamond. Fred, on the other hand, wants to keep it for himself. He's, oh. he's tired of, of driving motorcycles multiple with two... Multiple vehicles. Multiple <laughs> motorcycles with two sidecars. He's not having it. He's double-crossing because... Is he double-crossing El Diablo and the milk toasts? Yeah. Oof. It's like a Tarantino film, Dangerous, it? dangerous path he's on. Who else have we got in it? Jared Leguizamo is Michael Water. <laughs> As Miguel Agua. That's him, yeah. Yeah, she sends Miguel Agua down there when she when she hears of the double cross. Down there? Why is everyone going down there? <laughs> they're already in Mexico. They're, oh, yeah. already, they're clearly Mexican. Yeah, why the fuck are they asking these bastards to do it then? <laughs> Yeah, so where is this Blood Thunder diamond anyway? You got Danny Trejo, he's looking after it, but where is it? It must gotta be in some sort of temple, hasn't it? Like underground temple. Oh, it's gotta be, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know how many of them there are. In Mexico, there's probably <laughs> yeah. fucking loads, it's isn't there? Fucking all over the place. They must have some sort of like animal attack as well in this, you know. What animal is native? The chupucabra. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you got down there in Mexico. Turtles? Oh yeah. They're nasty, aren't they? Can be. They're like zombies. You get a lot of them together. Yeah. More difficult. What, do you think an army of turtles are protecting <laughs> the, the blood thunder diamond? Sounds stupid when you say it like that, Ken. <laughs> Who's planned this? <laughs> Splinter. <laughs> not him again. Should have known he'd turn up. Uh, okay, maybe not turtles. Spiders. Fair enough, isn't it? We're just big ones. A massive one. Yeah, just one. No, cool. there's there's a few there's a few, but there's one massive one, and then a few little ones. Okay. Not, but I say little, like probably the size of your hand. Bigger. Dinner plate. Bigger. Car. No, too big. Bike. Smaller. Chair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So a spider the size of a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, that's how we first see them because um, Hayden Christensen <laughs> sits on one. Sits on one, yeah, thinking it's a buffet. This, this is a comfortable chair. Oh no, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, and then there's a massive one guarding the spider. How big's that one? Massive. Elephant? No, bigger. Bigger. Aeroplane. Too big. <laughs> Bus. Yes. Whoa! Where the hell's that hiding? <laughs> what the hell does it eat <laughs> in the fucking <laughs> underground temple? <laughs> the spiders the size of chairs. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, yeah. What do you think then? Well, I, I don't even know if we've got a, a sort of arc, a sort of character arc. Who, for Hayden Christensen? For anyone, anybody. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a dumb thing. Just a series of horrific events. <laughs> Lots of people named after dicks. <laughs> Do we need a character arc in... What was the fucking character arc in White Fire? Oh, he was. He fancied his own sister. Noah didn't really care what, about his old mission, his entire mission, not bothered. Um, Sam just wants to get rich and forget about his dead wife. Although he gets his wife back in the end. 
<laughs> yeah, the end credits scene, I forgot. Yeah. So I guess um, Hayden Christensen... I guess Hayden Christensen can learn to love again. <laughs> From when? <laughs> Nothing's happened to him, has it? Maybe if this teaches him that if he can't love himself, how will anybody else love him? God. Is that what um, Natalie Portman tried to teach him? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what Fred Williamson tries to teach him. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie, Natalie Portman. I thought he was a double-crossing boatsman. He is, but he's not fucking totally <laughs> bastard. He's not emotionless. <laughs> yeah, he's not a fucking... He's not a goddamn robot. Yeah, he's not a total bastard. Natalie Portman realises that, you know... It's not all milk toast. Yeah, family family is important. Family means the world. Hmm. That's Doesn't nice. seem more important than family. She learns that. That was nice. Through watching Fred Williamson groom Hayden <laughs> Christensen throughout the film. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Who survives and who dies? Uh, Natalie Portman survives. Yep, well done, Karen. Uh, Hayden Christensen dies. Oh, poor Kurt. Uh, I guess Fred Williamson dies. I think he should on this yeah. one. Yeah, El Diablo does not die. Never can. No. Never can. Never will. Steve Buscemi dies in every film he's in, so maybe we can let him live this time. What about Conair? Doesn't die in that. That's true. Thank you. Billy Madison didn't die in that either. There's a few films, actually. I'll tell you what, then. Um, we think he's dead. Mm. We think Steve Buscemi's dead as Pete the Mailman. And then <laughs> we see him after the, the credits delivering mail. Drinking a mojito on the beach. <laughs> yeah, but delivering a note. Yeah. Because he's still got that mailman kind of confusion. Cock solid um, um, retires. I thought we've got a series. Wait for it. Oh, sorry. He retires. I apologise. To the beach. Mm-hmm. You're on the beach. You're drinking something out of a coconut. Mm-hmm. Possibly semen. And... Um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no. Why would it be that? <laughs> I don't know. Why would that be a possibility? I don't know. Whose is it? I'm glad you've asked. (laughs) It's not Hermano Flanksteak. No, Fred Williamson. (laughs) Keeps it on ice, just in case he passes. No, no. I don't like that. (laughs) That's when I'd say to the barman. I don't like that. What's your special? Fred <laughs> Williamson semen. <laughs> but it's only the finest semen, sir. <laughs> um no, you're ordering a you're ordering a, a drink on the beach, you're retired, happily retired. And uh How old am I? <laughs> I don't know, fucking how old are you? That first fucking film. <laughs> Retiring. <laughs> maybe maybe you've asked for time off then. <laughs> I'm on vacation. Yeah. How about that? Are we on vacation together? <laughs> We've been suspended. Yeah, suspended for killing Fred Williams. <laughs> for shooting an, a man dead. <laughs> for riding a tandem bike. On his own. <clears throat> it is pretty suspicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, you ask for your drink, and instead of a, a drink arrives with a note, and it's it's Steve Buscemi, the male man. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's an offer from El Diablo to, to find another priceless artifact. 
Where's is the where's the note? It's not in the drink. I'd see it. <laughs> Just fucking soaking wet. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to read Steve it. Shemi got confused. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to read that at all. No, he puts it down on your on your little table. Is it on the um, the napkin and beneath the drink? Yeah. Like in uh, Out for Justice, I believe. Yeah. Where Seagal gets one delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's more plausible. Yeah. But it's Steve Buscemi instead. The mailman, yeah. Oh, have I not noticed that? His little white legs would give him away <laughs> if we're on the beach. As you're watching, you, you get a little shot of, of Steve Buscemi just walking away. Shaking his tush. Yeah. <laughs> you get a, a voiceover. Either you or Barbara can read that if you like. Both of us at the same time. <laughs> yeah, just slightly later than the other, so it's just inaudible. So you can't really hear it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and just basically asking you to uh, have a look for something else. What's this one? Well, that's for another fucking film page. Oh, right, okay. And then you look up and think, get me huge organ. <laughs> I need huge organ right now. Yeah. Is there a huge? Do, do I do I shout that into the sky? Well, you shout it to the uh, the bartender who's Frank Azaria, who then shouts, <laughs> "Huge organ! Is there a huge organ in the house?" Yeah, I need a huge organ. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Okay, so John Leguizamo, <laughs> yeah, lives or dies? Dies. Who by the hand of fate? <laughs> that is cruel. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> she gets killed by the spider. How? What? How? Where, where's the spider? Are we underground? Yeah, we're in the temple. Okay, yeah. so what? He's there to do what? He's there to get the blood diamond. Blood thunder. Yeah, blood thunder. He's, he's blood diamond. He's, they'll be all over us. He's there to get the blood diamond. Leo. He's there to phone call. Oh, now you've done it. I've got a phone call coming through. It's Leo <laughs> Caprio. He says... Who the fuck's that? Runs the fucking kebab house. <laughs> Leo Camprino. <laughs> Leo Caprio's fucking kebab house in town. All right, you want to see one of the most special kebabs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's there for the Blood Thunder Diamond. Who is? Fucking John Michael yeah, 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 Miguel Angua. And he gets killed by the spider. because you called him Mickey Water. <laughs> He's just killed by a spider straight away. Just walks no, in. As he's down there, he's about to shoot and kill um, Aiden Christensen and gets run over by the spider. <laughs> he's nicked Noah's bike. Yeah. His train. <laughs> a full size train. Sm- yeah. <laughs> He thought that was the best way of getting there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we retrieve Blood Thunder, and um, we do it as our characters. Yeah, yeah, and uh, take it back to Carl Weathers. Yes, he puts it in his office. <laughs> Just on his desk as a, as a paperweight. <laughs> Pride, Pride. <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> Pride. Please. Next to the picture of his family, which is him, his wife, his three kids, and then me and you, <laughs> just either side. It's like a picnic. Yeah, with our guns, like, like a fucking... Yeah, looking after him. Um, yeah, and uh, El Diablo... Why don't, why don't we just buy him a paperweight? 
kind of been easier, it was wouldn't it? It's easier just to go and kill Fred Williams, <laughs> to be honest. And, go and, and uh, yeah, El Diablo sees that we've done this. And, and How does she see this? <laughs> she's told by Christensen. What by Kurt Milktoast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was supposed to be the hero. Now he's, yeah, he's, no, now he's snitching us out. <laughs> and uh, Does you get... she thump the desk? No. She has to. And she thumps Furious. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and, the uh, male man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes one for the team. <laughs> he could be a master of disguise. I'm kind of liking the male man. <laughs> he just dresses inexplicably in different things for no reason. <laughs> That's Pesimi. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the, as I say, the last scene is, is you receiving a telegram. Saying that El Diablo needs you. I don't know why we would do that because we're FBI agents, but <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was thinking the double cross because then we could be bounty what treasure hunters. That's that's milk toast. I know, but that's no the milk toast. That, that bastard. <laughs> the milk toasts. Okay, well they need to be killed then. Oh, do they? They have to be. If they're not going to be in the sequels, they need to be killed. I think they're just happy being a family. But the milk toast—they're giving it all up. They learn. They they learn that nothing. They'll have to come back for the sequel to explain that to the viewers. They can't just not be in it. Maybe they get killed in the opening scenes of the second film. So they have to be in it at some stage. The stakes are literally raised. That's like um, that could be the tagline (laughs) for the next one. (laughs) That was Danny Treasure. The flank stakes are literally raised. (laughs) He's just like on a zombie treasure. He's just on a lift. Yeah, maybe Zombie Treasure in the next one then. Yeah, we'll bring in the voodoo aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Let's, let's go full voodoo. <laughs> Called voodoo nonsense. <laughs> it's all voodoo nonsense. <laughs> so there we go. Well, that seems uh, pretty pretty Muddled. tight. Yeah, pretty tight. That. I don't really know what anything what, what's happening now, to be honest. I can't remember anything we've said. No. Cool. <laughs> let's end it there it's then. A, it's a done deal. <laughs> Good luck, Hugh Jorgen. <laughs> Thank you, Cock Solid. <laughs> and thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you have. If you have, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you'll never hear that thank you if you haven't. Um, forget it, forget that bit. You can uh, get in contact with us, www.badmoviecult.com. There's a contact page there. Reviews going up every single week, either uh, verbally or written reviews. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search the group and you'll find it on there. We're on Twitter, at Bad Movie Cult. We're on Instagram, at Bad Movie Cult as well. We're all over the place, to be honest. Probably more places than we should be. If you think you can do better... You ain't getting to better than that. I think every film pitch we do from now on should be called Blood Thunder. <laughs> That's got so many possibilities. If you think that you could do better than The Adventures of... Cock Solid and Hugh Jorgen. <laughs> versus the Milk Toasts. Versus Peter the Male Man, <laughs> El Diablo, and Fred Williamson as Noah. <laughs> a man of flank steak. A man of flank steak and a massive spider. And Mickey Water. I don't think you... Yeah, Leguizamo. You ain't going to beat that. Leguizamo gets killed by a spider on a train, for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's driving, driving a train. Driving a train. Underground. You're not going to beat that, but if you think you can, please send us your film pitch, badmoviecult at gmail.com. We are available wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple. If you are an Apple, we do ask you to please leave a review if you enjoy it, and if you don't, then please do not leave a review. 
Unless you're just going to lie and leave us a five-star review anyway. I got a review, actually. Someone, um, do you want me to read the review from someone? Yeah, go on then. Um, This was literally the whole review. The chemistry between them is amazing. Perhaps in another life, they could have been lovers. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And with that, I'll say thank you, Ken. Much the same as the film we've just reviewed, actually. (laughs) Maybe if I had a different face. Yes, as I say, thank you, Ken, for watching Whitefire. And thank you, what was her name, Karen? Karen Sangster. Thank you, Karen Sangster, for asking us to review oh, it. for recommending that to us. It was a great find. Uh, join us again in two weeks' time, where we'll no doubt bring you another fantastic B-movie, bad movie, good movie that we think is bad. Shit film, brilliant yeah. film, terrible film, everything film. Uh, from me, Dominic Lawton, and Ken B. Wild. Yes. We will see you next time. Goodbye. I need a huge organ. <laughs> <laughs>